I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And welcome to Dice Will Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where he has to hard questions like, what kind of coffee does a barbarian need to wake up in the morning? Hmm. Are we hmm. ready, everyone, to play some Pathfinder? No. No? I don't want to. Ooh, not even... None? Stream's over. Um, Please end it. I... Oh. It's a, go home. Ooh, We're not that's playing today, actually. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Starfinder is exactly right. Oh god. Hi everyone, and welcome <laughs> to Dice Will Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. Um, we are so thrilled to have you all here. Some quick introductions, because I'm certain some of us are new to uh, the show, and uh, we are going to introduce ourselves so that uh, you have an idea of what's going on. So, uh, we'll start with me. Hello everyone, I am Derry, your gender nonconformist GM. And the host of uh, Dice Will Roll. Um, Dice Will Roll is a show that uh, has been going on for nearly three years now, um, mm-hmm. where we put an emphasis on telling queer stories for queer folks, so that uh, it's specifically to tell fantasy stories where um, being gay is just a fact of life. We don't have to hide ourselves, we can just express ourselves as we want and not make a huge deal out of it. Um, which is probably the best kind of escapism that our community can ask for. That being said, uh, this is a show that anyone can listen to, and I hope you'll stick around if uh, if you're interested. I am going to now uh, pass them. Uh, oh, also, my pronouns are they, them. Um, we're going to pass the mic down to eeny, meeny, miny, KK. KK, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Alright. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Luna. Um, they all know me as KK though, so uh, just just in case like, there's no confusion or anything. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, pronouns. <laughs> it's okay. It was a high school nickname, and it's just kind of been the thing ever since. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, my pronouns are she, they. Uh, I a little thing about myself is I am. I wouldn't really say an MMO addict, but I definitely do play Final Fantasy XV a little too much. Don't look <laughs> at my hours. No one needs to look at my hours. My if hours. I could, if I could quickly find that out right now, I would have. I would have done that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not allow you. Um, I also dabble in art. Uh, I am actually the person that made the uh, dice roll um, logo. Yeah, yeah. I'm a graphic designer. 
What a wonderful logo it is. <laughs> and for any of you who have actually watched uh, or listened to Dice uh, for Roll, I play Casca. Casca Tanovan. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> uh, and we're going to spin the ball to uh, Dave. Dave, hello. Hi. What's up? Who are you? Hi. What's going on? I would hope you know who I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. Um, I use he, him. And um, I'm your local non-binary trans guy. I... Sorry, I'm trying to think of the mo- of the mo- of my most defining trait, and it's probably just that I like paladins. I will. Uh, <laughs> I've act- I've I've literally gotten people. Uh, they've not made fun of me, but I have had people when I was l- when I'm looking for games um, try and say that they're not that good, and I get too upset, and I leave those groups. <laughs> <laughs> that was a whole thing. Yeah, Dave's a paladin so super fan. Um, and. Um, you, if you listen to Dice Wool, you probably would know me f- um, as Rayari, a gender-fluid swashbuckler mm-hmm. who cannot okay. get enough of themselves. <laughs> um, okay, and uh, lastly, we're going to pass over to that other guy. I forget their name. Uh, Ouch. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> this is awkward. Uh, mm, uh, oh, I think I wrote it down somewhere. Um, hi, uh, <laughs> I'm Ritz, uh, I go by the he pronouns, uh, something about me is that, uh, I love collecting Furbies, uh, I just think they're neat, I have a few, I like them, one of them is, uh, five and a half feet tall, and I think he's just beautiful, his name is Poggers. Um, I am, uh, an editor for Dice Roll, as well as a, uh, player, uh, you may know me if you listen to the show as Volivia clowniest clown to ever clown. Uh, and so yeah. true. Yeah. So I think we're gonna go right now, hop into character, and uh, take us right into a brand new adventure with a brand new group of people uh, that uh, we hope you guys are gonna love as we settle in tonight for a game of Pathfinder. Dinner at Lion Lodge. <laughs> okay. So uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna start... Uh, we're gonna hop into character. Is that good by everyone? Yeah. Pretty chill, right? All right. Okay. So. <clears throat> the mountain air is cold on all of your skins. The invitation to dinner at Lion Lodge was addressed to all three of you, sealed with wax bearing the impression of a man riding what appears to be a dragon. The letter cited your recent accomplishments uh, in Taldor and your noble house, and hinted at an interesting evening that would be uh, fun for all of you. Uh, the letter is from a man named Aldegrunt Grimcarver. He promised you a night full of food, music, and uh, fine entertainment, and uh, was hoping that you would come as quickly as possible. Lion Lodge is extremely remote, located deep within the mountains. But, if nothing else, the trip should give you all a chance to relax, as uh, you've been traveling for quite some time. And so you spent the last few days heading into the mountains. The sun will set soon, but Lion Lodge is coming into view around a bend in the road. Hopefully dinner lives up to the anticipation. Let's discuss the characters we see before us. At the front of uh, this little group, who we will be calling the Kastner Expedition, 
we see one noble, uh, like a noble person, kind of like uh, walking. And uh, how how do they look right now? What's their kind of demeanor? Uh, well, their demeanor is very. They very much do carry themselves as a noble, even if even when they're doing it for kind of a joke. Um, mm-hmm. Shoulders back, like posture completely straight. Uh, hands behind their back with like a weapon at their side uh, they are just they have the air of confidence even if even if, even if that air of confidence is like non-existent whatsoever it's completely played up uh you know mm. no one will know no one will ever know <laughs> and uh what is this character's name <laughs> I'm so glad you asked <laughs> okay, let me pull up my character sheet. Hey, me though. <laughs> Their name is Seraphim Herodias Calum Theodora Castner the Fourth. Oh God! There is nothing that I like more than characters with un- unreasonably long names. It's so good. <laughs> um, so, uh, this is uh. Sarah, we're going to be uh, showing it to Sarah. Sarah Kastner. Uh, Sarah is a noble of House Kastner. Um, specifically, uh, they are an earl, uh, the child of uh, the Duke and Duchess of Verdana, um, which is uh, not really a populated county. Um, it's mostly just like farms and woodlands. So they don't have like a lot of power. Um, but even then, uh, Sarah has long stood out as the black sheep among the family for their kind of like non-committal attitude to this whole nobility thing. Um, Class-wise, you are a rogue, correct? Yes. Okay. A a scoundrel rogue for reasons that are probably pretty obvious. And maybe reasons (laughs) that aren't. We'll see. Now, of course, it's unusual for a noble to just wander through Taldor. So, we're going to uh, see um, the two people who are... um, guiding Sarah on this journey. Uh, they're two retainers because mummy and daddy would not let you go alone, no matter how hard you fought and begged. Come on, you're an adult person. You don't have to do this. Just, you want to go out, it's fine. Literally 21 years old. They insisted that uh, you be brought, uh, you be guided by two esteemed uh, retainers. The first of which is the very tall elf who is walking beside you. Dave, can you tell me about how this elf is looking and uh, then tell us a little bit about him? Um, well, the elf that stands before you, uh, he's pretty tall and he mostly is just making sure that nobody's hands have gone reaching for things that should not be touched because... (laughs) Nobody knows how to not die in nature except for him, apparently. Um, <laughs> but other than that, he mostly looks calm. He has a pretty neutral face on, usually. Um, his name is Amendiel. You can call him M. Um, it is a cleric, actually, of a rastal. Okay. It is strange that a cleric of a rastal would be joining a noble. Uh, a rastal is uh, the deer-headed god of hunts and of, um, of like, small communities. Why, oh why, has he been commissioned by nobles? Um, I don't know. Ask Sarah's mother. (laughs) 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 
Yeah, they had a long argument about that. While, uh, <laughs> while Amandio was on the other side of the room. Oh my god. Evan sitting there like, oh god. Um, he is usually just content to um, help people wherever he goes in around the towns that he lives in. Um, but because of his mild celebrity status after doing, um, after what was it? Killing a, a drake that was threatening Yeah, him? you slew a rampaging drake in, uh, in the, uh, county of uh, Verduna, which, um, that was, like, a, pff, 50 years ago? It was about 60. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you kind of got, like, celebrity status for it, and all the nobles were like, oh, have you had Amendiel to your parties? He's such a dear. He just stands there awkwardly. Ah! Like, I can't <laughs> <laughs> You're so mean no. to him. And he's kind God of like, damn. he's kind of old news at this point, but um, Sarah's mom has not forgotten, and Sarah's mom will not forget. <laughs> Note for the forget. audience, Sarah's mother is in fact married. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes so, you, know. you meet a hot elf and you have, you just have to make sure you know us at all times. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for so, and uh, lastly... Um, kind of like strolling along in the middle of them is the final member of this little group. Ritz, just, just go in. Tell us. Go on. Uh, Alright. Um, well, much smaller than the other two uh, by like a few feet uh, is a Leshy. Uh, this is Pleatly. Pleatly uh, does it neatly uh, is the full title. Uh, name, more of a title. Um, you may address Pleatly as Pleatly, but uh, Pleatly is a leshy, a flower leshy, uh, and it's about maybe three feet tall. Uh, Pleatly's demeanor is very flamboyant, question mark. He's <laughs> Pleatly is a butler. Pleatly is a butler, um, and a very good one at that. Uh, Pleatly's got a little, a little, a little flower tie. It's so cute, and little flower buttons, um, and. Yeah. Pleatly is Pleatly. Why is Pleatly here? Uh, Pleatly's been serving the Kastner family for uh, all of Pleatly's current existence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Pleatly is very familiar with Sarah. Why do you phrase it like that? All of Pleatly's current existence. Oh, well, uh, you know, um, Pleatly, uh, since Pleatly's Aleshi, every time that Pleatly dies, Pleatly will in fact respawn somewhere in the world uh, as a different Pleatly, but it's still the same Pleatly. Um... <laughs> That's kind of scary. <laughs> a little it's bit. Kind of you can never scary. actually kill completely, no matter how hard you try. It will not matter. Um, Unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what class is Pleatly? Pleatly is an alchemist. Mm-hmm. Um, and why is that? I say with a shake in my voice. Because over the lifetimes, um, Pleatly has gotten just very, very good at mixing certain chemicals for cleaning. Uh, and <laughs> oh god! So Much good, in cleaning. fact, that, so good, in fact, that Pleatly has created a way to create um, any potion through the use of uh, cleaning supplies. That's scary, including poisons <laughs> and bombs. <laughs> Pleatly is, in fact, carrying a uh, fantasy napalm. No! Oh god! No god! No! Please, no. Is that I know that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Ritz, I think that you're missing the best part of this is that I discovered that you made this character at five in the morning after not sleeping. <laughs> Stop! I did! <laughs> well, okay. 
It, uh, it, I'm defending myself. That's the best time to make a character like this. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Um, so as you're all making your way up the uh, up the mountain, um, and uh, Lion Lodge is in sight. It is a uh, hunting lodge where you have been invited for a delicious dinner by another nobleman, Aldegrund Grimcarver. As you're all walking up, I'm going to ask each of you for a. Uh, I want to know what a certain skill uh, you have is, because I'm going to make a secret check and give you all one secret piece of knowledge that I'm going to just send to you privately that your mm-hmm. character and only your character will know about this whole situation. Mm-hmm. Okay? Oh, so we'll be special okay. boys okay. and KK. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> um, I'm gonna. We're gonna start with Amendiel. Amendiel, okay. I need you to make me a hunting lore roll. So, well, no, actually, I want you to know, tell me what your hunting lore skill is, the number, and I'll roll it myself. Huh, it's lower than I thought it was. It's eight. It's plus eight. Okay. Well, your level. You guys are not super high level either. So. Oh, I'm too used <laughs> to being level seventeen. I'm going to send you a single piece of inf- uh, inf- uh, lore, and uh, you will not know if this information is correct or not because you won't know how high you've rolled. But just keep that in mind. In the meantime, uh. Completely, I need you to make me a society check. Or again, tell me what your society role is. Uh, completely society role is a thirteen. Okay. Wow, that's either really good or really bad. You'll never know which. I hope it's bad. It'd be really funny if it was bad. It would be really funny, actually. Okay. Awesome. Lastly, um, I want. I want you, um, Sarah, to make me a religion check. Cool. Uh, uh, is that a low roll for you? I think it yeah, is. Yeah, it's a plus well, two. Oh, no. You're untrained in it. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and sending this to you, and then we're good to go. You've all got a piece of information that'll be useful to you throughout this whole thing. So... Now that you've all got your uh, little information about this dinner, we're going to hop into character. All right. The Cassander Expedition is making its way up the mountain towards Lion Lodge. It's been a long day's travel, and the sun is slowly beginning to set on the mountains. Everyone, I'm going to let you guys talk a little bit and show off your cool YouTubers as you kind of just <laughs> get used to... <laughs> The fact that, or get ready to settle in for the night with this delicious dinner. Oh yes, sick. Completely is going to uh, kind of set, not set up, but float next to Sarah, um, and say, "Young Castner, how have you been dwelling on our little journey? Are your legs too tired?" I, uh, I, Sarah, just kind of. They kind of uh, side eye, completely, just a little bit, kind of like not taking their uh, their focus from like in front of them, and just say, "I'm doing well lately. Uh, the only thing is that my feet are tired. That's all. I'm fine." Oh, you do not need me to carry you, do you? I. <laughs> I understand that we may have had this conversation several times, but can you even carry me? No, but I must make sure every five minutes. Ah. Completely, I don't think that that's how being strong works. It's how being a butler works. Okay. Okay. It's okay. 
I know, not everyone is just talented of a puddle as I you am. Want, do you want to try it? Oh, I can try it. <laughs> Come here. And you oh, are oh, so... Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> Pleely, um... Pleely, like, holds his arm... Uh, Pleely holds Pleely's arms out to uh, Emin real quick and, like, tries to pick Emin up. Pleely is, like, almost flat. Pleely is a pedal. <laughs> Make me an athletics check, I guess. Oh no! <laughs> okay. This is going swimmingly already. This is a flat roll, by the way. <laughs> That's a three. Three? Well, um. <laughs> he gives you like a little hug. Oh my god. I don't. I don't think that that's. Um, carrying, actually. I I think you're just hugging my leg. Well, that's carrying, then. Uh, get it? I removed a syllable. So you get to the Lion Lodge. <laughs> 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 and as uh, you're kind of, like, standing outside, um, you, uh, well, let me describe this place. Lion Lodge is a squat stone bunker built against a cliffside. It's 12-foot-high walls rising a steep, not-quite-vertical angle to a flat roof above. Carvings on the wall depict armored warriors riding dragons engaged in battle with ferocious beasts that are clearly terrorizing various humanoid bystanders. A large carving of a mountain lion positioned as if it were mid-pounce over the lodge's front doors remains particularly artistic in representation. And, um... As you guys approach... The door opens, and uh, two fellas kind of like come out, and uh, they are uh, dwarves. Um, they are very, very similar looking to one another. They are uh, both like kind of red bearded, um, with the same kind of tired eyes and the same like mustache. Um, you think they may be twins? Yeah, identical twins. Mm. Um, okay. And uh, <laughs> the first one kind of like uh, clears his throat and says. You the Kassner Expedition, Dan? Yes, that would be us. Uh, the second one, Dan, kind of pops in. Uh, Master Grimcarver's been waiting for you. If you just walk this way. Oh yes, here we come. And uh, with that, they just kind of like immediately just walk back inside. <laughs> well, let's let's go inside. We don't need to keep anybody waiting any longer. Oh yes, right this way, you two. And they walk in, I think. No, oh, come on in. Yeah, come in. Completely holds the door open. Uh. <laughs> oh my god! With their with their weak arms. Uh. One of them comes back and he's like, "Is everything all right? You're taking very long." Oh, everything's fine. I'm just simply opening the door for young Master Sarah. Allow me. He takes the door and opens it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And uh, you, <laughs> you enter into the Lime Lodge. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you about this place. This large stone dining hall has a 25-foot-long wooden table at its center, surrounded by high-backed chairs. Shelves along the walls display all sorts of small taxidermic animal trophies, while larger mounted beasts, with two standing bears to the east, a large wolf to the southeast, some heads of elk and other mountain creatures have been placed along the walls. 
The most impressive feature in the room stands in the northwest, where a massive stone dragon doubles as an ornate fireplace, giving the room a pleasant warmth. Several stone doors have been placed in the walls to the north and the south. Um, he does kind of like look at you and say, Welcome to Lion Lodge. Oh, thank you for the warm welcome. Much appreciated. <laughs> the other one, um, he kind of like uh, clears his throat and says, Take a seat. We'll get Master Grimcarver out for you in no time. Aye, aye. Of course. Thank you. Does it matter where? At the table. Clearly <laughs> uh, pulls out two chairs uh, for Sarah and Emin. Thank you, Pleatly. Kind of sick. Kinda... Oh, yes, it's my duty to serve. <laughs> Emin, Emin sits down. Thank you, Pleatly. Oh, anything for you? Um, sure. One of them uh, stays by, just kind of like looking off into the mid distance, while the other one uh, kind of like leaves for a second. And you guys have a few seconds to just kind of talk as he fetches Master Grimcarver. Such a lovely interior, don't you think? It's pretty okay. Lots of taxidermy. I'm a big fan of the yeah. sick ass dragon in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty cool dragon. Um, seems nice. Would you like to uh, roll MNDL a hunting lore uh, roll again? This time you can uh, have the result yourself. Okay, I will click the button and hope roll 20 is nice to me. <laughs> Let's go, come on. 23. Okay, a 23. Yeah, you can tell um, that this entire place is like dead. Like, it's a hunting lodge, but man, they take this seriously. They love to hunt here. Um, a lot of these animals are, like, particularly, like, sought-after game. Like, mm -hmm. lions and bears are hard hunts. Uh, this guy really takes it seriously. The one thing I think you notice is that the elk heads are kind of, like, battered. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird that, like, they weren't able to get the uh, elk heads back in one piece. Uh, but all the, like, the much more dangerous animals were not a struggle for them. Hmm. But you have some time to talk uh, to one another as uh, Grimcaver is being brought. Looks around, uh, looks around. You know, it's it's funny. Um, usually, heads of monstrous monsters would come back with flaws. Well, not flaws, but like battle the, damage. Yes, battle damage. But they don't. The elks, though, do. See? Then he sort of points Ooh. it out. Perhaps it was a particularly ferocious elk. That would be terrifying. You never know. That that would be terrifying. I. Oh. Maybe it <laughs> had teeth. Can you imagine an elk with teeth? I. All the elk me. have teeth. <laughs> That's okay. What? <laughs> you don't know. It's all right. What? Wait, don't, don't, no. The truth okay. of life, that is. I think Eldergrun comes in. I'm, I'm interrupting. Fear. <laughs> um, a, a man comes out, and he is a kind of stout dwarf, um, with like a very well kept beard and like lovely robes, and he kind of throws his arms open as he sees you. Ah, Earl Kastner. Wonderful to see you at last. I have been waiting to meet you. If I may, he comes over and like uh, he like uh, offers to kiss your hand. Uh, you know, like not in a gross way, in a like I'm a noble way. In a nobleman <laughs> way, yeah. Sarah, Sarah's yeah. used to this. 
Uh, they stand up from the table out of pure politeness and uh, noble etiquette and uh, puts a hand out to shake his hand and or... Oh, yeah, he, he does not. He just kisses your hand and like bows deeply and says, uh, <laughs> You know, I, I'm, I'm so happy to see you. Uh, as you know, my name is Lord Aldegrun Grimcarver. It's very, very nice to meet you. Uh, I definitely appreciate you uh, extending an invitation. Oh, well, you know, I love to have, like, some of the best guests here, you know? Um, this lodge, one day it's going to be uh, open to the public, I'm hoping. It's a passion project of mine that I've had for quite some time. You! You, sir, he turns. Um, you must be a Mandio, yes? Oh, uh, yes. Oh, the um... hero of a rastil, yes. Oh, <laughs> How the people used to sing songs in your name. Oh, I've, uh, I've been a big fan of you for quite some time. Oh, well, thank you. Um, uh, thinking I'm cool. <laughs> I was at one of your concerts about 20 years ago. Concert. Yes, yes. Do, do you remember you were there sat while the orchestra played around you? Yes. Yes, it was quite the show. Jolly good. Now, and... He looks at me. That sounds like a story for later. <laughs> and you, sir! Hmm. Completely looks around for a sir. <laughs> well, That's... he says and moves on. <laughs> oh, yes. Now, he takes a seat. Oh, come sit closer, come sit closer. Shift over, boys, come on. Oh, yes. Yeah, this... The module's named Dinner at Lion Lodge. You may as well really come out together and make a communal dinner out of this. We're the only guests, so uh, scooch in nice and close. That's uh, true. Oh. That is the name of the stream. That's true! Right? That's true. Now, uh, boys, he claps his hands together. Uh, go and start preparing dinner. We'll have some pre-num-num pre banter, as it were. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait for the num-num. And uh, the two the two uh, boys kind of like nod. Um, one of them stays by the door just in case. The other one goes in to start making dinner. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, uh, Aldergren kind of like turns back to you and says, Ow! Let's have some talk, shall we? I've been looking forward to, uh, to having you all here. Uh, I hope you didn't run into any trouble on the way up, right? No. Trouble that we couldn't handle. Um, the only trouble that was... Honestly, the trek up here, my feet are a little tired. I'm not used to traveling, just started. Ah, oh, well, you'll get used to it. Hiking, yes, it builds up the muscles. And um, I think as this is happening, of course, uh, out comes one of the uh, twins, and he starts serving appetizers and drinks to everyone uh, before he kind of makes his way back in. Oh, uh, <clears throat> let's see. Oh, I haven't been down from the mountains recently. Uh, I was, uh, I was honestly a little bit worried that the uh, whole fading fox situation was still at large. Fading fox situation. The fading fox, you say? Yes, yes, I'm sure you've heard of it. The uh, the criminal, the murderer, the the, the gangster, as it were. Um, I'd like you all to roll me a society check to see if you know anything about a fading fox. Sure. I rolled a nat twenty. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Completely knows fucking. Uh, completely knows everything. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Real time, please set up. Cursing. 
Um, so, what is everyone's rolls? I rolled a 13. Okay. I rolled a 27. Clearly is the fading fox. Okay. And, uh, completely got a map 20. Okay. Yes. So, um, Amandiel, I think it makes sense that you failed this, because when you think of a fading fox, it doesn't sound all that threatening to you. Um, fading foxes are a type of fox that were bred by Talden nobility. Um, they kind of serve as a challenge to hunters, because, uh, when Taldens go hunting for foxes, uh, you know, like, atop their horses with their hounds and their bows, it's a little boring after a while, you know? They want a challenge. So they bred a magical type of the fox, the fading fox, uh, which is renowned for its ability to bend light and camouflage. It's kind of sick, though. It is kind of sick. Um, it is, it <laughs> literally just is a uh, heraldry animal used for hunting. It's not. It's not. It's just a, it's just a hunted, it's just an animal that is, that was bred to be hunted. Yeah. Yeah, it, it um, was I literally just this... wanted to do it for the challenge. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> for the sport of it Literally. all. Literally for the sport of it all, yeah. Um, Sarah, I think you know uh, that the Fading Fox is, like you said, a um, roaming criminal uh, who kind of has out for um, nobles, it would seem. Um, you know that uh, back in uh, Verdana, uh, your family was uh, always quite worried about um, the Fading Fox because uh, this, like criminal would, like, break into noble houses and, like, cause a lot of problems, you know? Mm. Um, sweeping, uh, like, stealing stuff, uh, breaking windows. Um, from what you, like, from what most people say, it seems to be just a, uh, like a a peasant who has it out for the nobility. Mm-hmm. For obvious reasons, the nobility's crap. <laughs> it's it's, nobility. It's Rich trash. People. You know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sure you probably sympathize with them to an extent. Yeah. Like... <laughs> You can understand why. <laughs> Completely. Mm-hmm. You're a super fan of the Fading Fox. <laughs> the Fading Fox is no mere criminal. It's a it's a, a hero. A, a phantom thief. They steal from the rich and give to the poor. They expose <laughs> corruption in city guards. They're, they're very cool. They may be a pain in the backside for nobles, but they're very nice and sweet. This is true. Um, Amendiel looks at the, at the, at the, at the guy. Oh god, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's his name? Grimcover. Um, yeah, Grimcover, and he's like, the fading fox? Like, the animal? Oh ho ho ho! Uh, do you know, that's exactly what I thought as well when I first heard. I was like, why would anyone be scared of just a fox? No, it's a, it's a murderer, some, a, a brigand, a bandit. Oh. Who, um... <laughs> comes into people's houses and wrecks shop. I was terrible worried that, you know, on your way up, you'd be accosted by the Fading Fox. Oh, no. Oh. Even if we were, the Fading Fox is dangerous. Well, I've heard... Well, <laughs> I suppose what kind of dangerous person would name themselves after such a petty animal? Well, I just don't understand. Why would... Oh. Uh, why would a, 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 a dangerous criminal... Call them, it's like calling yourself the rabbit or or, or the, the the swallow. It's ridiculous, don't you think? <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I'd actually... it means they're just not dangerous. I'd actually think of what it this that? way. So, you know how nobles were the ones who breeded the fading foxes in the first place as a challenge? Oh, uh, yes, yes, of course. I've hunted many fading foxes in my own time. 
I guess you could say this is a challenge they can't overcome. I don't get it! <laughs> you hunt it for sport. You said you captured many? I don't yes, really I have. understand hunting for and sport. Many, and many can't even capture this one. I want you to make me a... Um, some sort of charisma check. I don't know what it would be. Um... Hey, would it be a diplomacy check? A deception check? It's definitely I'll not intimidation. Sarah's not trying to be intimidating. <laughs> They're just trying to finesse. No, no, you're... I think yeah. diplomacy would fit there. Alright. Right? Uh, you... Okay, you do... Here's the thing, is that you have Charming Liar. It's one of your skill feats. So I will let you roll deception on this roll. Oh, yeah. Instead of diplomacy. Because you're kind of like, uh... You're, you, you are kind of like charming him, uh... Kind of like, oh, what... Isn't it funny that no one else has caught it? Huh? Huh? And you, you're tr- basically like using your cunning to kind of like make a point. Fair. All right. So use deception here. Roll for shit. <laughs> That's a twenty-seven. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think that works. Yeah. He kind of blinks and says, "Hmm. Oh, one way or another, it is a that is a crook and a brigand and." I'm just glad that you weren't accosted on the way up. Now, so, and he kind of shifts his attention now. Amendio, uh, you do know how excited I am to have you here. Uh, uh oh? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be honest. I was, I was already interested in inviting uh, uh, Earl, uh, Earl Kastner here to come up. But when I heard, when I heard that you were their retainer, well, I had to. <sighs> Emendiel <laughs> looks um, almost like embarrassed. Um, uh, he's blushing a little bit. He's he's like, well, um, uh, thank you. I I'm still not really used to all the I'm I'm still not really used to all the people. Um, uh, <laughs> he he's stumbling over his words. Um, I'm still not used to this. Thank it's you. been sixty years. Uh, well, I'm an elf. I suppose. Oh, I, I'd love to hear from your mouth. It's like from you. Can you tell me the story of how you slew that Drake? I heard it only took one arrow. Well, um, he pauses, trying to think of the words. He's told the story a billion times before, but um, um, I, I feel like more recently he's mostly just told it to to children who've heard this. So. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He was like, well, I was staying in for a while. Um, I, for a long time, all I really did was go around a few towns in the area and help them and help them gather, gather food hunting. I'm a hunter. Oh, yes. Um, and it was, uh, I think it was late evening. And I heard I heard a few screams. I saw a drake um, attempting eat people, you know. And I I just I I didn't think. I just grabbed my bow and my arrows, and I I took it on by myself. It was very difficult. Um, sometimes I think I just got lucky, but. I... Is it true it only took one arrow? True. 
<laughs> okay, make me a diplomacy check, and I'm gonna give you a plus two to this roll, because he wants to believe that. <laughs> okay, that's plus two, so that would be 21. 21. Alright, yeah. He kind of claps his hands together, and he's like, Fantastic, that is so wonderful to hear. And of course, it was true to the might of a rascal that it all went true, I'm sure. I like to think that. Ah, yes, yes. Guided your arrow and all that. <laughs> and, uh, he kind of turns and looks at you completely. <laughs> so what's your story? My story? Yes. You're interested in Pleatly? Well, I'd like to- I didn't know there was going to be a third person here. Oh, are you just as excited to see me? <laughs> yes! He says, slowly. Oh yes, my tales of butlery should be heard all across the land, for I am the best one. Over lifetimes have I been a butler. I'm not sure you'd beat my own two butlers, isn't that right, twins? And, um, the two twins kind of, like, give a thumbs up. Uh, Dorvlin and Vorlindy, twins, lovely boys, don't you agree? Would you bet your life on that? Oh, I'd say so. <laughs> they... they They've, they've been some absolute uh, fantastic gents to me in the past, and whatever God created them, certainly put in a lot of hard work. Really? Certainly. Clearly you are the best butler that I think we could have all asked for. <laughs> I knew that. Right, well, yes. anyway, how's the dinner yeah. coming along? Oh, God. <laughs> And, uh, and I think if those two need any help, they sound—they seem like they're struggling without a proper butler. Would they need assistance? Yes. <laughs> Funny you should mention that they are coming with the food now, and they're helping distribute it. Um, it is delicious-looking food. In fairness, <laughs> um, it looks like delicious-looking food. Um, like there's a lot of um, cheeses and meats. And, uh, like, there's, like, some, like, fresh-baked bread. It does look delicious. And everyone is given a plate. Um, and as, uh, they're kind of going, one of them is passing by you, uh, as they're giving the, uh, ale to everyone, Sarah. And, uh, he kind of, uh, suddenly, Oh! Oh, no! And he, uh, spills ale all over the table. Uh, oh, goodness, are oh, you alright? <laughs> would you look at that? Oh, I'm sorry. It, 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 I didn't mean... And uh, oh, uh, he starts he starts cleaning up, and I think uh, Aldergrund kind of like, oh, oh Dorf, he's oh, he's got two left tongues. That's the problem, isn't that right, Dorvlin? <laughs> uh, and uh, Dorvlin starts cleaning, and uh, he's kind of like mopping. So I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to. Um, don't, I didn't mean to spill it. No. Don't eat. It's poisoned. Oh, wait. What? And he stands what? up and. <laughs> Stands over here with the other. I think Sarah stands as well. What are you? What's okay? going on here? Ooh, it's dinner. We're gonna eat. Sarah, are you all right? Oh, your petticoat's going to stain. They're eyeing the twins in the back. Uh, one of them is. Uh, they both kind of got this mid-distance stare that they're going on. Um, the one who just whispered that to you, the one who just told you, don't eat it, it's poisoned, is just kind of staring off into the mid-distance, not really paying attention. 
I think Sarah sits back down and are there any like other napkins or like any remnants of um I mean there's still like there's still like some residue in the table um if you want like what what's up what are you doing then what happens is Sarah sits back down carefully and leans over uh like gestures for Pleatly to uh to come on their shoulder ooh yes yes Um, Aldegrin is digging in. He is like, he is eating the food happily. Lately, (laughs) I need you, Expert. Oh, yes, I have many of those. Do you sense any. anywhere? Oh! Hold on. Uh, and completely. Uh. I was gonna say, completely, like, dips Pleatly's finger into, like, the ale or something, but Pleatly doesn't have fingers. Um. Uh. And now I'm thinking about how completely holds anything, and I'm having a mental. <laughs> but the um, I, I like to imagine Ritz palms are kind of sticky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're sticky. So completely has to grab things with like both hands. Um, uh, and so I think completely literally like does that. Completely like takes a little sip of the ale uh, uh, in order to taste seems- poison. Uh, make me a crafting check. Okay. I don't like the wording of hold things with their hooves. <laughs> I like that actually. Pleatly does have hooves. <laughs> no! Uh, with a 20 total on your crafting check, um, you can tell Pleatly that there's no poison in the uh, in the ale. Is this... Pleatly uh, uh, grabbed Pleatly's ale or Sarah's ale? Hold on. Sarah's uh, ale. Okay. There's, no, there's no poison in it. Um, um. I think Grimcarver looks at you all and says, Oh, come on! My, these boys have made a delicious meal for you. Eat up! Mmm, it's good! Evan sort of looks at the others and is like, uh, I, I think he just gives both of them like a look like he's asking if he should do, if, if he should check. Uh, I think Sarah looks back with like a, a seer kind of looks at them and nods once. Um, how quietly can I cast spells? Um, so he will notice if you're casting a spell one way or another. Um, okay. Uh, I have a plan. Um, I, I think that, um, at, wait, let me check, let me check my roll for something real quickly. In the meantime, Sweetly's like, good ale. Yes, now, come on, eat up, my- the boys have prepared such an incredible meal. It's uh, now I want, Derry. I want to do something. I don't have the best deception roll, but um, I I want to capitalize on um nobles not knowing anything about society that isn't their own nobility. Okay. I I, I want Amendiel to lie and say that um. It's actually very polite to um, d- use the spell detect poison as an elf. <laughs> okay. Uh, God, what would you roll here? Am I, I allowed would, I to do that? Check. I think it would just be a deception check. Oh my god. Okay. Um, I, I will let you know that Erastil doesn't generally 
want his uh, clergy to lie. It's an anatema. But if you fear it's to save someone's life, that takes mm-hmm. priority. That yeah, yeah that is the th- like he just doesn't want Sarah to get hurt. Um, and he doesn't like lying. But um, if if the alternative is Sarah getting hurt, uh, that would be um, not good actually. So. <laughs> Okay. What do you do? How does this work? <laughs> a- 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 sort of um, he whispers, "I'm so f- I'm so sorry, Arastal." Emendil <clears throat> uh, claps his hands together and he's like, um, uh, "Sir Grincarver, Earl, Duke, um, Lord, Lord Grincarver." Lord, sorry about that. Um, uh, the elf. Um, he said, "Actually." Uh, I don't suppose you would mind I shared with you a piece of Well, hopefully it doesn't take long. The food's starting to get cold. No, um, it's actually very polite as an elf to, uh, detect poison because, uh, of Kionin. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> He's really trying here. Um, was murdered. By, um, poison. So, in polite company, poison every single meal. And he smiles. He, 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 does, his, he does the little smile that he does that usually just charms um, most of the people that um, like him in the first place. <laughs> Roll me a deception check. <laughs> I will now pray to Judeo-Christian God. Um, crap. Uh, that's a 14. <laughs> Yeah, I do mind a lot, quite actually. Excuse me. I come into, I bring you into my home. I treat you as guests, and you accuse me of poisoning your food. I uh, can. Can Sarah save this a little? Uh, how? Sorry, how do you mean? Can Sarah assist somehow with the deception? I'll be honest. I think here's the thing. It seems like he doesn't want to listen. Like, I, I think whether or not he believes you, he doesn't want you to do it. And he looks quite angry. Come on now, they you saw them. They spent the last half hour cooking and slaving away for you. And this is the thanks I get, an accusation. What would I have uh, to gain from this, hmm? <laughs> Excuse me, uh, Lord. Um, please uh, forgive us. Uh, it's just a little joke we like to play on our little expeditions. I'm so sorry. Perhaps it was in bad humor? I'm going to give you the last chance to start eating politely. Oh yes, I will, of course, we'll start eating. Let me just uh, cut Master Kastner's food for them. (laughs) Completely fucking, but uh, completely leans over and starts cutting. He holds up a hand and says, No. On the count of ten. No. We're all going to take a nice big bite of food, alright? Ten. Not Lord Grim Carver, I don't see why you're six, so upset and five, counting down from ten. If you ten. didn't have a thing to hide, why are you being so angry? Restrain them! Wh- and they all get to their feet, and holy shit, they're pulling out weapons. Uh, and then Deal immediately pulls out um, their bow and says, Stand down before I make you stand down. Roll initiative! <laughs> because they're coming for you! Oh my... Completely said. Clearly didn't get to cut Sarah's steak into nice little bite-sized pieces. 
like like Pleatly always does for every meal. <laughs> the idea of Pleatly, um, of, of of Sarah being a grown adult person and going to eat, and then Pleatly being like, "No, no, you cannot do that," and then cutting them into tiny baby size by baby bite sized cubes. <laughs> um. All right. So what did everyone get? Uh, Pleatly got a twenty-four. Okay. Amendiel, what did you get? I got a 22. Sarah? Sarah got a 14. As did these guys. Uh, so, top of the order is going to be Pleatly. Pleatly! Oh, no! Oh, no! This is a butler's worst nightmare. There's going to be a massive mess after this. Pleatly's going to kill! Obviously, tensions are high. Um, and... I think Pleatly would rather not have too much trouble. Actually, um, Pleatly wants to really quickly, like, grab, like, a piece of food, like, from Sarah's plate and see if it actually is poison, because they didn't get to do that. Uh, yeah, okay, make me a crafting check. 25. Yep. You can see that that's not salt on the food. That's Mm -hmm. spider mold. It's a gray mold found growing on the remains of venomous arachnids, particularly giant spiders. Its lack of color and faint taste makes it particularly suited for mixing into meals meant to poison an unwary feaster. And you know that upon eating it, it will slow you and numb your mind for hours. It's like a knockout drug. Hmm. Carver, you silly old man. This is poisoned. Uh, Pleely says, taking out a bomb. Um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, I think Pleatly actually is going to. Now, I'm, I'm new to. Uh, I'm new to. Um, oh god, I was about to say Paladins. I'm new to Alchemists. Uh, how many actions does it take to craft a bomb and throw it? Um, well, to craft the bomb, it would take one action. And then to throw it, you have Quick, uh, quick Bomber, so it would take a single action to throw it. However, you do already have. I think actually Quick Bomber might let you make one on the fly as well. Let me double check that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do already have several in your bag. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it would take you an action to create it. Or is it? Mm. It's just that they're, uh, the ones that I have are moderate, and it might be overkill. <laughs> Maybe. Or it might not be. Might not be. Uh, uh, screw it. Uh, Pleatly throws a moderate acid flask. Okay. And who are you throwing it at? Um... So the, the boys are, like, specifically coming towards us. Uh, yes. Uh, well, Pleatly does not feel sorrow, for they are bad servers. You might want to move back is the one thing I'll advise. <laughs> because you will be caught in the splash, or you won't do any splash. That's true. Um... You have a uh, bomb range attack in your range attack section. Oh, so true. On another page. Uh, alright. That's 30 feet, and that's a 17. Okay, have you moved back? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, in that case, uh, a 17 is, uh, a miss. But they're all gonna take uh, splash damage equal to your intelligence modifier. Ooh, okay. So what, how much damage is that to all of them? Four. Four splash damage to each of them. 
as you, uh, they all kind of stumble a little bit. Um, clearly hurt by that. That, ow, stop that. Ow. Um, what now? I believe that's all of these actions. Ah, you have one action left. You moved and you quick-bombed. Oh, yeah, but Pluie also checked if the food is poisoned. Oh, that's true, you're right! That's true, well, that's true. Amendiel, it is your turn. What do you do? Um, Amendiel is not going to hesitate. Um, <laughs> I think jumps up on the table. Um, and he's like, I am no longer polite. Um, and then I think that he is going to hunt prey. I think okay. that's what I do. Yes, you are multi-class into ranger, so you do have hunt prey. Sorry, it's been a while since I've played anything other than an investigator and a and a and a Rayari. Um, that would be. So you can make a society check about them if you'd like. I would like. I would really like. Um, my society. I I really like that that humans need society checks because we live in a society. So do. Oh, I rolled a sixteen. Not rolling okay. the best, but. Um. So it's not crit fail. Don't worry. But I think something that you're... <laughs> something you notice is that they are all kind of moving very similarly. And that's all you get for a second. Okay. Um, I'm focusing on... Wait, am I far enough away? Ah. I guess I'll fight this guy. Um, Evan is going to... Um, shoot... I think. Just okay. shoot? Yes. Or I jumped up and I hunted prey and now I'm shooting. That's three actions. Yeah. Okay. 19? Uh, a 19 to hit is going to be a miss, unfortunately. I live in a world of pain. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Sure. Uh, I think that's all my actions. Okay. Well, um, Grim Carver... Uh, kind of like snarls and he pulls out a warhammer and uh, he is going to then charge Sarah and try to smack them hard in the face. Alright. Um, um, sure. Okay. That's a 19 to hit, Sarah. Does not hit. Okay. Um, that's all his actions because he interacted and he ran and he attacked. Um, the other one is, uh, the one to kind of like the, uh, right-hand side of the floor is, uh, also going to run up, pull an attack, and, uh, just try to hammer, uh, Pleatly. Um, that is a 30 to hit Pleatly. Ooh, 30? That's a crit. Yeah. Okay, well that's gonna be, uh, 16 bludgeoning damage Pleatly, as, uh, this guy slams a hammer into your face, and it hurts! Ow! Youch! Ooh, ouch, ooh, ow, ow, oof. Um, and then something that you didn't uh, expect to happen happens. The guy who's left, the one who warned Sarah of the poisoning, kind of like shouts out and says, I can't take this anymore! And he rushes and attacks Grim Carver. Uh, and that is a 26 to hit. The betrayal um, of the spice. <laughs> 26 to hit. Uh, and that is going to be um, 11 bludgeoning damage. 
uh, bringing uh, Grim Carver down to uh, a, a different number, which I'm not going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> I also uh, have to... I can't use roll 20 to do the damage anymore because I remembered I've locked uh, my emotions to the numpad. Uh, so whenever I type numbers <laughs> in, I do flash random expressions. So, whoopsie-daisy. Oh my god. Um, regardless, uh, he that's uh, his turn. Um, and I think um, Grimcaver turns kind of in horror and is like, How dare you strike me! You're not supposed to be able to do that! <laughs> Sarah, it is your turn. What do you do? You are just a noble. You don't get into fights. That's why you have two bodyguards. What The smart thing to do is run away. What do you do? Uh... I mean... <sighs> I mean, they really don't want to. <laughs> Is the thing. Don't want to run away? Not really. Yeah, I didn't think so. What do you well, do? Well, um... They are a rogue, so... Mm -hmm. Let's go with a, uh... Overextending faint. Uh, is this gonna be, uh, just a faint roll? Um... Yeah. Okay, so make me a uh, deception check. And if this works, it's going to do a lot to him. And we'll get into it in a second. Uh, that's a 24. A 24? Uh, that is going to be a success. Alright. So, on a feint, um, your target is fooled. The target is flat-footed against the next melee attack you make. However, on top of that, um, he is also going to have a minus two on his next attack roll against you. Because you are you are kind of like jumping back and forth, like left, right, left, right, attack. Speaking of attack, mm -hmm. <laughs> he's flatfoot, so you're gonna get a sneak attack against him. Okay. So then, uh, does twenty-two hit him? A twenty-two does indeed hit him. That's uh, how much damage? Ten damage. Ten plus five mm -hmm. sneak attack damage. That's 15 damage total. Yeah. Very nice. He's not looking too good. Uh, he's really surprised by you fighting back like this. He thought you were just defenseless. <laughs> uh, people normally do. Okay. Uh, you still have um, one action. What do you do? Uh, I want to attack again, but this time I'm making it non lethal. Okay, cool. Go for it. Attack number two. Uh, it's an 18 okay. hit. <laughs> An 18, um, does not hit, I'm afraid. Alright, that's fair. He kind of, like, ducks out of the way uh, from your second attack and snarls and says, Just stand still, goddammit! No. <laughs> Fleetly, it's your turn! Oh, finally. Uh, alright. Which is the one that's a, that's a good boy? Uh, and helping the, us. the Which... good boy is at the back. The boy's at the okay, cool. Uh, God, you really are all in one place. Uh, that's now. Fantastic. Do you remember that because you have um you have the bomber um alchemist mythology, you don't have to do splash damage. You can I just don't? attack a single target. Oh my goodness! I would love to do that. Well, why don't you do it? Why don't I? Uh, Fleetly wants to cause permanent damage to uh, Lord Grimcarver. Okay, do it. 
Completely's rolling like garbage. That's a 16. That's not a great roll, I'm afraid. Um, yeah. A 16 is a miss, unless you'd like to use one of your your hero points. I kind of would like to use a hero point. Uh, All right, well, re-roll it. And how does this hit? What what happens this time when you attack? Uh, well, just to grab that D, uh, D100. Uh, but uh, I like to think that completely throws it, but it gets kind of like caught on completely's sticky, sticky hand. Um, mm-hmm. and so, like, it's it's not gonna hit at first, so completely, like, um, kind of grabs it midair and throws it again. Well, let's see okay. if this one hits. <laughs> <laughs> the same exact thing happens! Okay, uh... It, it wasn't meant to be, Ritz, I'm sorry. Oh... Now, you could do splash damage to everyone, but that would hit you and Sarah as well. Yeah. Hmm. And there's no way to, like, aim it to where it like, hits back here and splashes them from back not, there. Not if that wasn't what you were originally doing, bud. Damn it. No. Then it'll just, like, roll to the side, I guess. You have you have more uh, actions. Yeah. Uh... Wow, Plutely's unarmed fist is the exact uh, same. <laughs> yeah, your slap is as good as your bomb. Well, Plutely's gonna slap Lord Grim, <laughs> Lord Grim Carol. Okay, so slap him. Go for it. Oh, oh my god! god <laughs> Plutely just sucked. It's that one. He's a butler. goddammit! Plutely was not made for close-up combat. Um. <laughs> Okay, I'm getting uh, a crit card that uh, makes sense. Okay, you you can't find an opening. Um, with this crit fail card, you just kind of flail around a little bit, and you you decide yourself, well, I'm not going to slap him again. You're just not going <laughs> to slap him again. You're not going to use this attack on him again. You feel so, so silly. Uh, it's so embarrassing. I can't do this. You have uh, one action left. Oh, God. Okay. Um. Wow. You could uh, make a society check if you so chose to figure out more why why he's doing this. Yeah, Pleely wants to kind of like read the room. Okay. Twenty nine. A twenty nine. Yeah. Okay. Pleely, you notice something. Hmm. They're not bleeding. Oh. These these people aren't bleeding. Hmm. And I think it clicks in your head that these might not be people. That's disconcerting. Is that your turn? Yeah, that's Pili's turn. Uh, Pili turns to uh, Sarah and Emin real quick and uh, just says, Watch out, we're a bit weird, aren't they? No blood? Definitely keeping an eye out. Spooky. Alright. Emendil, it is your turn. No blood. Vampires. Go be vampires. (laughs) <laughs> what do you do, Amandio? Not the vampires. Um, too close. Um, I think Amandio's just gonna back up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Gets off the table because he needs to be further away. Um, and I want to start focusing on on Grim Carver. Is that okay? Can I yeah. change my hunt? You absolutely can I'm change your hunt prey. Okay, I'm gonna do that instead. That takes an action, right? Yep, and as a free action, you can roll society to figure out more about him. 
Why is he not bleeding? 26. All right. I think um, you can see, you kind of, as you're kind of squinting, the way that they're all moving, they seem to be some kind of construct. Okay. But that doesn't make sense because they're definitely not made of like stone or anything, but like they're, they definitely seem to be artificial in some way. The way they're moving doesn't seem natural. It's not undead, you know that much. Um, these are some sort of constructed life. That's what you're getting. Interesting. I think I just want to incapacitate this man. Okay. Um, so he's going to try and shoot with his bow again. Okay, make an attack roll. Please hit this time. <gasps> Well, that it, uh, I. Okay. <laughs> it hits, don't that it? Sure hits. Who knows? All you had to do was say please. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, that's, no, a, that's a critical hit. Roll damage. Tw- uh, like, just roll me two d ten from your deadly weapon. Okay, I'll roll two d ten. Okay, fourteen more damage. <laughs> and then deal. Mm-hmm. Your arrow goes right through Grim Carver's head. And he collapses Ooh, into a pile of snow. Damn! Snow? Snow! Okay. Huh. And then Deal blinks. He's like, what the fuck? Um, what the hell? <laughs> and uh. I take, um... Dorvlin, the one who's on your side, kind of yells out, and he says, um, GET THEM! Ah! Uh-huh. Well, this is less than good. Snow creatures. Whatever it is. Cost it. Just end them, I guess. I don't know. Kill! It is the Simulcra's turn, uh, because you're starting to realize that's what they are. Um, you guys uh, know vaguely about Simulcrum. Um, They're like constructed humans made of snow usually by like powerful magicians when they die they turn back into snow that's like relatively like it's it's a well known thing but like you've only heard of them in legends you've never seen them in person um one of them Dorvlin is attacking and he says we can't keep doing this anymore I'm sick of it Ah!" and he goes and he brings his hammer down and that is going to be a nat 20. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, this is wonderful. This is lovely. Uh. The second one also explodes into a blast of snow. Oh my and with god. that, Dorvlin drops to his knees and starts just panting. Um, <laughs> sir, I know you just killed your family. Uh, what was that? <laughs> uh, I, Sarah just kind of steps over the snow that that's in front of them and closes the gap and says, "Hey, <laughs> are you okay? What what's happening here?" Uh, I don't want to be alive. I, <laughs> I don't want. Do to you do want this. us to mercy kill you? Yes. Explain. Explain what this was first. Uh, I don't want to do this stupid accent anymore. It's a pitiful existence. Uh. You can do your real accent. Uh, 
Did what? someone make you like this? Like, what? Yes! Who? Him! He points at, um... He kind of points at Grimcarver's snowpile. It was him! Ah! I, 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 I'm a mockery! Built by that monster Grimcarver! I only hope to see him killed before I can abandon this insult to life! Well, luckily, you just killed him! Good job. Oh, amen, kill him. He, he's not that bad, funny? that's not the real one! It, oh. It's not the real one! He's... The, he's just a pile of snow! Then where is the real one? He's out in the woods! With the cultists! Cult cultists? I'm sorry, can we step back? You don't realize, you don't even realize why he invited you here! Well, obviously to kill us. This hunting lodge! They're here to hunt you! Oh my god. <coughs> the idea was to invite Sarah- No, not just him, it was you, Emendio! Oh, wow. He had it out for you! Well, that ex- now, Why would they want- I, I don't know, he- he- Put us in the closet when he wasn't using us! I think Sarah kind of points at oh the God. elks that have really, like, damaged faces and go, If it's cultists, I'm not entirely sure if they're fans of the Rastil, considering they defaced animal, basically. And considering you're a cleric of him and you're a very, very well-known cleric of him, it just kind of makes sense. You're all doomed. That's Simulcrum. It's it wasn't just for show. Grim Carver can <sighs> see through its eyes. He knows that the captures failed. He'll be coming <sighs> back as soon as he can with his cultists to to kill you. And there's no way out. There's no way out of the lodge. None. There's no way out. None. Not even the front door. The front door is locked! Okay, give me a second. Completely, let's bomb the front it's... door. No, no, not oh, like- not I would the... love to bomb! Let's go! No, I'll blow it up right you now! You don't understand! It's a time lock spell! The, the whole place, the windows, the doors, everything! They've been locked by extremely powerful magic! Seventh level, if I remember correctly! Oh uh, my god! Thanks for the reference. Two levels higher. You're doomed. There's no way to kill him. Not only is he a powerful magician and a dangerous hunter, but he's a noble with money to spare. There's no way out unless any of you have experience in killing nobles, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, nobles, no. Well, I've never killed a noble, but it's never too late to try. <laughs> okay. We can think okay. of something, but for right now, I guess we could just get the lay of the land. Mm, yes. How much do you know about the layout of this place? Not much. We need to be able he would only keep okay. me in the closet when, like, when we weren't being used. But I know he said never to go down this way. He points down to oh, a so corner. Down this way. There's a door in the corner. You must not go there. He always told us, or we would be killed. And goodness knows, I tried many times. <laughs> Would you like to talk about it? I just want to stop existing. I'm Simalcons aren't supposed to have minds. Whatever he did, he did it wrong, and now I'm playing with conscience, but no soul. 
I simply want to stop existing. Um, Sarah, completely <laughs> go that way. Clearly, it's a way that they didn't want the rest of these guys to go, and that seems to be our best bet right now. Oh yes. Also, I really want to piss him off. You're not the <laughs> only one. Completely uh, extends <sighs> a hand to Dorvlin. Is that his name? Uh, yeah. And goes, well, if you'd like to come with us, you may die. No, uh, it would be much less energy for me to just lie here and wait for the cultists to return. Is there any other information that you might need? Um, well, it'll probably take them a few hours to get here, but there is no way out until then. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um. Thank you. With that, I think Dorvlin kind of just curls up a little bit and starts rocking. Um, uh, are you gonna be okay? Oh, I'll just wallow in my misery. At least I don't have to do that ridiculous voice anymore. This voice is so much more natural, don't you find? <laughs> yes, it sounds wonderful. I love yeah. it. Of course. Yes, that's that's what I taught. Well, rest in pieces. Does anybody need healing? I'm fine. I'm okay for now. Okay. <laughs> Pluto is gonna go up to Sarah and place a very soft a petal hand on uh, their their arm and go. Well, Master Kasna, I shall we go? Uh, I suppose so. Might as well explore while we're here and while they're not here. Into the depths with us we go. Uh, and they kind of uh, they kind of uh, pulse her along with the sticky sticky hands. Sarah, do you let yourself be pulled along? Um, Sarah takes a couple steps and goes, hang on, just you two go ahead just a little bit. I need to just... Oh, take your time. In the world. Let's go, even. A young noble needs this space. <laughs> you don't know who's get up to when deaths. they're alone. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Amendia looks at Sarah and is like, are you sure? I don't want to leave you alone in a situation like this. I'll be okay. I Not that you're not capable, I just... I'll be fine. He said something about... killing nobles. I think I have something that could help. But... I need to be alone. For just a second. I'll okay. be right behind you. Take your time, Nesta. Please shout if you need anything. You'll be the first to hear. There's no one else here. Come on, Pleatly. Oh yes, let us go. And Besties! Think... <laughs> oh, yes, of course. <laughs> okay. Sarah, as those two start making their way off, what do you do? Um, They're just gonna take a minute and, uh, change. Change, yeah, okay. New new token? New token. Amandiel and Pleatly. The two of you are standing there kind of just bickering, when I think a moment later you hear an unfamiliar voice, and when the door opens, this is what you see. Standing before you is a figure, um, not one you recognize. It is a uh, person with like dark robes and silver armor and like a hood obscuring most of their face save for a shining silver 
like holographic textured fox mask. <gasps> oh, I'm your okay. biggest fan. <laughs> uh, who are you? <laughs> oh, uh, my name is Pleatly. Pleatly does it neatly. Oh, I never thought I'd see you in my life. Or oh, this one. I think the real question is who are you? <gasps> this is Fading Fox, right? Yeah, yeah, that's my title, but at least for the time being, you can call me Fennec. Oh, first name basis. Sure. <laughs> but not a first name basis. <laughs> um, Emin raises an eyebrow, and he's like, convenient, but okay. Where is Sarah, though? <laughs> Um, Emin says, with a very blank face. Well, considering this is a noble killing job, and they're not exactly after Sarah, they're after you. I suggested that they hang back. And where were you in the first place? Around. Hiding in the shadows, Just of course. Following us? Hmm. No reason to harm you three specifically. Caster family? As a oh, whole? no. Maybe. Seraphim? Nah. Oh yes, Seraphim is a good child. Do either of you want to make a perception check? I would like Emin to make a perception check because... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really want to know. This is, so funny. Sorry, this is so funny. Mostly... Just the concept of them saying like, uh-huh. Oh yeah, Sarah went elsewhere. <laughs> I rolled an 18. Uh, what is I your deception it. DC, Sarah? Or Fennec? Deception DC is a 23. <laughs> okay! Completely and, you know, uh, Amandiel, this is unusual, but you suppose Fading Fox must have been tailing you. And <laughs> I think, Amandiel, with your slightly higher roll, you wonder if maybe Sarah, like, the reason that Sarah went off was specifically because they knew that Fading Fox was around. <laughs> Maybe? It's it's a hard pill to swallow, but like... <laughs> it's the only thing you can come up with, clearly. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sarah's somewhere. It's, pro it's fine. What do you do? Are you going to help us kill those nobles? Uh... <laughs> Kill is a very strong word in my in my wheelhouse. It depends on if they deserve it or not. Make them do, dead? Do they deserve it? While they're currently hunting us. Well, my kind of thing. Oh. Hunt the hunters. Oh, well, yes. Come in, Fennec. Let's adventure together. Mm -hmm. And then we'll come back for Sarah. Yep. <laughs> sure. Oh, I do hope so. All right. Sarah doesn't really <laughs> like people knowing, but we do kind of know each other. <gasps> oh, I get it. It's okay. Your secret's safe with us. <laughs> Sorry. This is so funny. Evan's like, okay. <laughs> and Evan's you like, can feel- I think moving. you out of character feel something's weird. But like... At the same time... You- you aren't connect- you are connecting the dots, but you feel there are dots to be connected, you know? Yeah. Completely, you fucking buy it. You completely buy it. It's fine. Oh, yeah, completely. Yeah. Um... 
Come then, Fennec. No one needs to know that you two are lovers. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Oh, it's okay. You don't need to be embarrassed. No. Sarah. <laughs> the image of Sarah in a closet right now. <laughs> in the closet, more like. <laughs> you guys Excuse me. I, I, I resent that. I resent that. They are openly sapphic. How dare you? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm making the joke. But <laughs> uh, I think Avendiel um, blinks slowly and is like, what? And opens the next door. Okay, well, the next door. It's not great. Mm. <clears throat> a cave roughly 20 feet in diameter overlooks a larger cavern to the south. This area features a wooden table surrounded by six chairs and is well lit by flickering flames that appear to burn from the tips of stalactites. Many tools are strewn on the table around a fearsome centerpiece, a bear trap set around a humanoid skull. To the north, two wooden frames hold stretched leather painted with images of a lion-headed man breathing fire and riding a dragon-legged horse through a cityscape of tormented people. To the south, a five-foot-wide ledge winds around a large sunken area, also lit by dozens of glowing flames flickering from stalactites above. And you're standing in front of what appears to be a shrine hmm. to some sort of deity, although you don't necessarily understand it, unless you'd like to make a um, religion or cultism check. Let's see, what's Platelin's religion? It's a 10, because he has <laughs> oh. no god. Never mind, 14. Who <laughs> has no god. Okay. It's some kind of shrine. It's some kind of shrine. 30. Okay, yeah. I think you know. Let's see. Does Sarah? <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, the rolls for religion and what was the other one? Either way, I they're bad rolls. So you know what? Let's try the religion. It's at least a plus two. Five. <laughs> It's some kind of shrine. <laughs> I think I don't know if it's some kind of shrine. It's some kind of table. <laughs> yeah, it's a t it's a weird table. You don't care. We're snobles. Emendiel, you recognize this. The figure in the paintings, the bear trap centerpiece. This is a shrine to the infernal duke, Alosair. Interesting. Alosair is a lawful evil diabolic demigod, the infernal duke of beasts, hunters, and tradition. Also known as the Pack Lord, he appears as a fire-breathing, lion-headed, heavily armored archer with eagle talons for feet. His symbol is a dragon-legged horse, said to be represented uh, represent, a representation of his favored mount. His followers are lawful evil or neutral evil. Um, he uh, cares about might, nature, pain, and zeal. His edicts are to hunt those who are capable of thinking for themselves gather like-minded hunters into groups based in hunting lodges, and burn places of worship devoted to Arastal or corrupt those who follow his fate. His anatomy is sleep in a place sacred to Arastal, willingly harm a lion, grant a merciful death to a creature you have wounded. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, <laughs> ding, ding. We found a motive. Now why... Ugh, that's annoying. <laughs> I almost said Arastal. Um, um, Emin sort of like steps away from the table and is like, are you kidding me? What's up? Oh, what is this? Sort of sighs 
And he's like, this is not a temple, an altar to Alucer. Um, imagine a god who hates Erastal. Um, like, hates. Hmm. I can kind of, I could kind of tell that much with the, uh, the stags having defaced faces while the other taxidermized animals are, uh, not. Ugh. Most of the time when, most of the time when people hunt and do taxidermy, they don't openly harm the face of the animal. That's true. Usually it would just be to, if, especially if you want to show off, um, something that you've hunted, you'd want them to stay completely completely fine. That's annoying. I'm annoyed right now. I don't know if you can tell. He is pretty... He just looks... <laughs> he just looks kind of uh, pissed off. <laughs> well, that's one clue for us. And I'm sure there are more down the other way. Yep, any other way. <laughs> oh yes, and perhaps a way out. Let us go. And completely uh, walks on. I think Emin, while, just so you know, while he's walking, he does have his um, bow ready to, like, fight. Yeah. I will say, uh, this is a ledge. Uh, like a 15-foot okay. drop. Well, I won't step there, then. Emin dies. <laughs> Emin dies, I guess, Amar. Completely skips very close to the edge. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not entirely sure that's. Completely don't do that. Completely, if I have to tell Sarah that you've died a horrible death and that we have to go find. Oh, I don't want Sarah to think I've died. You're quite literally. I haven't finished my service to the Castor family yet. You hear something for just a second? Um, I think. Amandiel, you want to make a perception check? I'm giving this to you because you've got good, good elf ears. You're a whisper elf. I do, and I am. I'm so cool. <laughs> Thirty. You hear a fucking 30. lion. You heard. You fact, heard a that. lion. You heard a lion. There is a lion in here. There's two of them. You heard them. You didn't. That's not a hallucination. You heard lions. You know you heard lions. Um, I think um, Emin reaches his hand out like he's telling them to stop. He's like, guys, mm-hmm. there are lions. Two of them somewhere here. Just so you know. Lions. Lions? Underground? Yes, two of them. Lion Lodge? <laughs> well, I never. Not your well, I never. Just be aware, we'll probably have to fight them in the next few minutes. I was hoping we don't, but we'll see. We definitely will. Just keep your weapons out. Well, if we do, I have no hesitations. I know. I, I am a killing I... machine. I'll have you know. Believe me, I I, I definitely know completely. <laughs> Thank you. I, I definitely know. Mm-hmm. I think they keep a little. Yeah, completely keeps on going. Uh, dancing over to the edge. And you are attacked by a lion. Oh! Dice will roll will return after these messages. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice Will Roll. What a great episode. (laughs) Um, This is, of course, the uh, Gen Con live show uh, that we did for Gen Con Online 2021. um, Translated into audio format just for you. Uh, The actual live stream happened um, 
with a VTubing setup uh, and it was absolutely fantastic. There was a lot of visual elements and it was a lot of fun. And if you really want to see this, uh, like the, the video version of it, um, you can! You'll be able to find that on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash dicewillroll. Uh, for the $5 a month tier, um, you will find the uh, video version of Dinners and Dwarves in perpetuity there. Um, we've got a lot of other stuff there, of course, like bonus episodes and free stuff, etc. You know, this, you know what we have at this point. But now we also have this VTubing video, so go check it out. On top of that, um, we did announce something at the end of this episode, uh, as it streamed. But um, we're going to keep that a surprise just for a little while longer until we're ready to reveal it to the public. If you were at the stream, then you know what it is. And uh, you'll probably see us talking about it again next week. Uh, look forward to it. Last thing, October's coming up, and with it, the Audioverse Awards 2021 are going to be going to the voting phase, and Dice Will Roll has picked up a ton of nominations. Um, so you should definitely go check that out. Uh, we'll be making sure to give you more like notifications and stuff about when it's happening, but like stuff for our music, for our performance, obviously, for our editing, all that kind of stuff, you can go vote for us. We won last year. Uh, best improvised production alongside uh, folks like Rusty Quill Gaming, which is insane. Um, but we want more! More awards for Dice Will Roll, please! <laughs> um, you'll be able to find out very soon. Thank you all so much for supporting us. Uh, enjoy the rest of the episode. Make sure to check our Patreon if you want to see the video version. And as always, keep it rolling. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today, or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Uh, oh, <laughs> the second that you turn that corner completely, and you see, like, around the corner, you see a, a lion rushing you. Uh, but something weird about it is that it seems to be made entirely of stone. <laughs> well, <laughs> crud. Everyone, make me a initiative roll. I will. And you actually get to use your nat 20. You are, um, you are hastened, uh, Amendiel. You get one extra action on your first turn. I am so cool and so epic. Um, can I get some pog champs? Can we get some pog champs in the chat right now, please? I would like to see no more nor less than nine pog champs work together. Put on my desk by Monday. Uh, there. I have a question about surprise oh attack. Uh, yes. The way the surprise attack works is that um, I'll let it work on just a perception check. I will say that um, yes, if you go before someone, they are flatfoot to you, and we'll just say we'll call that that. It's not how rules are written. All right. Well then, I rolled a sixteen. <laughs> There's no one going before me. <laughs> uh, well, you'll see. Uh, completely. Uh, well, I rolled uh, Perception on Accident, but it's the same modifier, so 28. Okay. 
Alright, so, uh, top of the order is, um, Amendiel, because Amendiel, you, you knew it! You knew it! Lions, they're rushing. What do you do? Um, I'm going to hunt prey, and that, that lion, that lion that isn't actually, um, a real lion, you said it was made of something else? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna attack it with my fists. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna... Okay, wait. You said that I can roll for free to have a knowledge roll? Yeah, can when I you hunt target, you get a free uh, recall knowledge. Uh, what would I be rolling? Arcana it... or crafting? Crafting. This is so sad. I have plus one in both of them. 19. Wow! Yeah, I you actually do them. know what these are. Uh, these aren't oh, yeah. lines. They're statues. Okay. I made statues. Um, and... It's not that difficult. To kill these, they're not super hard. Um, what you know is that uh, they have a construct armor. Um, they will take less damage from all attacks, but once their uh, armor is broken, they will take more damage, and their AC will be a lot lower. Okay. Um, then I think Amendiel is going to attack them. Okay. Um, he he looks at the others and he's like, "They're they're statues. Um, they have pretty strong armor, but if we can break that, um, they're pretty easy to beat." Anyways, um, and he lifts his he lifts his bow and he aims to shoot. Ooh, you killed those kitties! <laughs> You're gonna make me miss. <laughs> Don't. I rolled a 21. A 21 is, is okay? a hit! How much damage is I that? I win! Uh, 15. 15 okay. damage. Okay. Uh, to the one closest to you? Or one um, further away? Actually, to the one further away right here. Okay. Uh, so that's gonna be, uh... It's gonna take a little less damage, because like I mentioned, it's got hard armor. Um... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, uh... It seems to not like that! Um, it lets a roar at you as it's still charging towards you. Uh, you have one action left. What do you do? Um, then I'm actually... I have one action left. I will cast... Shield. <laughs> okay. Uh, On myself. Waving a hand, uh, Amendil, a uh, green shield kind of appears in the air, protecting you from incoming attacks. I win. Um, next in the order is Pleatly. Pleatly, you do it neatly. Pleatly does it neatly. This is what you uh, get for going too close to the edge, uh, lions. Lions, uh, fleetly. They are made of stone. That's nice. Stone melts to acid. Uh, which fleetly has literally one more of. Um, can completely throw it in the middle of those two lions? I wouldn't hit both of them, unfortunately. Damn. So sad. Uh, then please going to try to hit the nearest one. Okay. 20. Alright. A 20 is a hit. How much damage does your moderate acid flask do? Uh, it does... 12 damage. 12 damage. Okay. And uh, on a moderate acid flask, I believe they take persistent damage as well, right? Oh, yes. Persistent acid damage. Alright. So, um... How much... Is that just... It just straight up just the damage? I think so. Damn! Okay, yeah, uh, and it's going to continue taking that damage every turn, unless it gets Sick. better, which we'll see. I hope it doesn't um, get better, and I hope it dies. Yeah, well, you've already done a serious chunk to its HP. Um, 
the first you damage Sleetly's done. <laughs> you were just very unlucky earlier. Uh, you have one action up. What do you do? Uh, wait, one action. I just threw the bomb. Uh, oh yeah. Sorry. Why did I think? Yeah, you have two actions left. What am I saying? Look at look at Derry trying to cheat me out of my turn. Um, <laughs> so true. Let's see what other bombs do I have. I don't. Uh, I don't completely waste them all. Uh, is there anything I could uh, have to find out about these lines? Absolutely. You can roll an arcana or crafting check about them. Ooh, yes. Uh, it'll be crafting. Please not have a higher arcana. That's. Oh. So that's twenty. Okay, so what you know is that uh, once they reduce to half HP, their AC drops dramatically, and they stop having resistance. Okay. Absolutely, uh, let's see how you know that. Okay. Uh, you have one action left, do you do anything? God, Lily does a little dance, I guess. That's really cool. Is that your turn? Yeah. Okay, um, Fennec, it's your turn. Um, stone lines coming at you. They both look like they've already taken some serious damage. What do you do? Uh, they are going to move. I think I move about 15 feet closer so they can see the lines at the very least. And then they're going to quick draw. Okay. They're, um, throwing daggers. Okay, cool. Um, so that'll, that'll be a ranged mm -hmm. attack. It's just like a regular attack, except at a range. Go for it. And this will apply That's sneak a... attack. Six. Okay, a 26 is a hit. That'll be uh, a d4 uh, a d4 plus 2d6. That's 13 damage. Uh, that's gonna be 5 plus 8. That is uh, Fading Fox! You see this thing's armor break! Um, and it's kind of stumbling now as its uh, shell is really badly cracked. It's still running towards you, but now it looks like it is going to be pretty easy to take out. Another throwing dagger. You've one action left. What do you do? Okay, go for it. Come on, come on. Ooh, yeah. Hard miss. This one misses. Oopsie daisy. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Fennec, it is now the lion's turn and it is running up to you. Okay. And lets out a lion noise as it jumps for you. And uh, it's going to make a legs check to pounce. Uh, that is a 21. It gets up to you and that is going to be a 17 to hit. Uh, reaction nimble dodge. Actually, wait, seventeen? Never, never mind. This doesn't even hit. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you easily sidestep this thing. Um, it's gonna make a no. second attack. <laughs> that is a fifteen. It's kind of <laughs> like clawing at the edge and snapping its fangs at you, but you're fine. Uh, the other one is going to uh, spend two actions running to you, and it's just gonna kind of stand. Actually, no, it's gonna try climb up. Right? It, it climbs up. It is now here beside you, and it roars. Uh, Emendiel, it is your turn. These lions are getting too close. What do you do? Oh, I have to roll d20 to see if this thing still takes acid damage. Oh, yes. It super oh, does. So. Roll me another 2d6, completely. Uh, it's a six. Uh, a six? six? Yeah, okay. Oh, wow! Completely, it disintegrates into ash on the floor. Death destruction! <laughs> okay, completely doing Defeated great! Defeated the monster! Amandiel, it's your turn. There's one left. It doesn't look good. In fact, um, it also has cracked armor now. What do you do? 
Um, I think Amandiel's just going to move so that he's 30 feet, so that he's 30 feet away, and then... Okay, then he is going to aim and shoot. <gasps> well, Derry. <laughs> what the hell? Ha <laughs> ha. Well, that would have killed. Dave has rolled a nat twenty. <laughs> that would have killed it at full HP. <laughs> wow. Amendil, how did you kill the stone lion? Just like he tells um, nobles and children about the drake, I think he shoots it through the eye. Well, it lets out an ah as the statue collapses into dust. And you have defeated these horrible creatures. Everyone okay? Nobody get hurt? No. Oh, I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Let's keep moving. Oh, yes. It was fun, but we need to keep going. There um, are more people for you to bomb further ahead, completely. I would love to bomb more people. Will you, though? Do, will you do it neatly? Yes, so neatly! <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Diola gives a tired smile. <laughs> um, I think as you're, like, kind of looking around here, uh, you can tell that, uh, this area here is a cage. A cage that ah. is empty! Because it was meant for you. And, and, and then Deal looks over the this the, this ledge. Like no, this the, place down. You see that the little cage? Yeah, this? it's down. There's a little lift there that you can go down, but there is a cage in the middle of this maze where the lines were guarding. That's not how hunting works. That's kind of annoying, but also hmm. they're gonna keep you here until they are ready to um, release you into the wild and follow you. I can't hit, but <laughs> Emin sort of like he looks kind of annoyed, and he's like, "I can't handle the way that nobles do hunting. The whole point is that you're supposed to look for food, and they do it as a sport, and it's not even that fun. It's... The whole point is that you're supposed Why to look for food. Why do you think I dress the way I am? And they do it as a sport, and it's not even that fun. <laughs> I don't blame you. Oh yes." I love your symbolism. I thought as I thought as much as soon as I heard your name. Have you ever heard it's, of vegetarians? I, aren't you mostly made of? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if vegetarians. <laughs> I don't want to be a salad. <laughs> no, no, Wayne no, so pleatly, no! You'll never be a salad. Wayne I won't so let anybody. figures out like people one people putting flowers in their tea like full ass flowers <laughs> and two edible flowers oh thank goodness i'm low in carbs and it's scary <laughs> clearly we'd have an end oh no um i think <laughs> i think while emin is walking with the others like i think they're continuing on there's no reason to just stand here staring at this cage um he asks Fennec, he's like, how did you meet? How did you meet Sarah? I no. assume it's not actually that you're dating because you seem to No. Say Again, but... I'll keep your secret, don't worry. <laughs> Sarah is uh, around that age where people start finding their love for life. For oh god. In, in any case, um... Well, okay. 
Hey, you know how Sarah I has will. a tendency to take walks. A lot. They kind of ran into... Um, I do. I do. I... I... Taking debts away from one of their neighbors. Oh. Yeah, um... I fucking hate that collectors, dude. I hate them. Oh, wow. I... <laughs> sure. Do you want to make me another deception uh... check, just to be careful? They are scum of the earth. <laughs> I'm gonna give completely a minus two to his perception wow. DC. Alright. Because he wants it. 24. 18. Okay, you believe him. Uh, does that yep. pass your perception DC, um, Amandiel? Mm hmm. It's, it's a 10 mm -hmm, plus mm -hmm. the perception roll, right? For now, yes. Okay. Sounds legit. Sounds right. This is. Um, I think it's. It, it, it was a, it's a, he is a 20. I think he's just kind of suspicious. Yeah. You're suspicious, um, but like, I don't think you've put together, oh my god, they're the same person. They're, you're like, something's going on here. Hmm. Why did they not tell us that we had a vigilante with us? Um, and then sort of sighs and he's like, no, I completely understand. And it definitely sounds like something yeah, that yeah. Sarah would get themselves into. I'm only a little sad um, Sarah didn't let us I know. Mean, well, they know I'm such a big uh, fan of you. The thing is, if they told any of you, and if a word got out at all, because you know how the Caster hmm. family actually is, you know how and they look at uh, Emin when they say this, you know how their mother is. Um, there would be a freak out mm -hmm. and they would have a target on their I backs name and I then you two would have a target on your backs there's currently a target on my back but i get them well you would have a continuous target considering people would think oh you know f the f <laughs> you know the fading flock yeah that's fair there's uh there's two things here there's this way and there's this that's a door right yeah there's a door over like here but then there's a little crawl space hmm. over here. How small is the crawl space? Smaller than you. Damn. Okay. That's cool. Um, I think he just sort of peeks. Spider webs. This place has not been touched in a long time. It's just a crawl space. It goes on for a little bit, but there's nothing there except spider webs. I, I think our best bet is to go this way. Yeah, okay. it's a safer bet. Even I'm too small to fit in there. Okay. Make your way into the next room. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, in you go. And it's perfectly fine. It's all good. It's all oh. Fun stuff we see. Ah. Oh, what the hell? Looks like someone's up to something in here. This room seems to be a combination of a trophy hall and a ritual chamber. Although the heads on the walls aren't mounted wild beasts. Their people. A desk with several books and scrolls sits to the south. A large wooden cabinet with ice crossing the edges of its closed drawers stands in an alcove to the northeast, while a stone slab that appears to have been set up as part of some sort of operating table sits in the middle of the room. A pair of peepholes in the west wall look out into the large chamber. To the north, a ten-foot-wide pentagram has been carved in the floor, its perimeter adorned with bones, skulls, and blood-red candles. 
The air smells of brimstone and unpleasant bestial musk. Gross. I think, uh, Mendiel, I need you to make a perception check. Okay. 25. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. Mendiel, you recognize one of the heads. Yeah? That was an arrest of permit. You met him a few years ago. Jeez. He was a traveling uh, a traveling preacher. He would have some great knowledge. And now here he is, mounted on the wall. Ugh. I know one of the people on the wall. Oh, my. And... I think you kind of, like, piece together that they're all probably Erastalites on the wall. And there's one... This is... There's one place on the wall that's empty. I'm gonna wring that man's neck. Perturbing. He sort of, like, clenches his fist and he's like, I'm not leaving these people up here. Shall I help you clean? You know what? You know what, Pleatly? I would greatly appreciate that. Of course, and I'll do it neatly. Oh, yes. Um, there's stuff in this room. Yeah. As you're, like, pulling these off, I think, Fennec, you probably investigate a little bit. Okay. There's some cool stuff in here. Um, the cabinet in the northeastern corner is a minor magical item. An icebox that keeps anything placed within at freezing temperatures. Which you assume... Hmm is where he kept the snow to create some elk crop. Hmm. There's like a bedroll tucked into a corner just out of the desk. Um, looks like he prefers to sleep in the wild under the stars rather than here in the house. As you kind of like unravel it, you find like an ivory and dark wood hip flask bearing the religious symbol of Alosser. Um, encrusted with semi-precious stones and fragmented <clears throat> fragments of obsidian. Alright. Um, there's some whiskey inside. Ooh. But you nice. could probably sell yeah. you probably yeah. sell the hit boss for quite some uh, money. <laughs> um kind of pull open the desk. There's a few items of interest inside. Uh books and scrolls making apparent the owner's interest in diabolism, particularly associated with Alosser. Hmm. Among this collection are enough notes for one to learn the rituals of anime object and simulcra, as well as several journals that reveal much of Aldegrun's uh, pursuit of uh, power, culminating in securing an infernal contract with Elosser. Uh, do you want to kind of read through it and see what you can figure out? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Okay, so... Yeah, sure. Uh, you find some stuff out in it. It's interesting. You learn of his past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the city of Corvosa was founded three centuries ago by Chalaxian soldiers... Yet Verizia's uh, larger city would not remain under their rule forever. When Corvosa gained its independence at the outset of the Age of Lost Omens, the city's traditions evolved with customs that residents could call their own. Um, some of the people in Corvosa, however, did not appreciate the change from Chelish uh, Veriz- uh, culture to Verizian. Some, like the Grim Carver family, saw the changes in an affront to the old ways. When the Grim Carvers failed to overthrow Corvosa's new leadership, the Dwarven Diabolists fled the country. Their stubbornness kept them from returning to Cheliax. They knew that their reputation would bar them from settling in the uh, Dwarven city of Yanderhof, so they instead elected to retreat to Taldor. There they began to build their own underground settlement in honor of their chosen patron, 
the diabolic Alosser, infernal duke of beasts, hunters, and tradition. Life in the mountains proved to be hard, and over the decades to follow, the Grim Carvers dwindled both in numbers and fame. By 4705 AR, about 15 years ago, only one Grim Carver remained. A stubborn but relatively young devotee of Alosser named Aldgora. As he buried his older brother in the wake of a tragic wyvern hunt, Aldgrund vowed to not let his eventual death end the Grimcarver legacy. He would start a new tradition here in Taldor, in Alistair's honour, that no matter how gruesome or wicked, would make him feared and powerful enough to return to Cheliax and take what he believes to be his rightful place in the court of the trice-damned House of Troon. Not these guys again. Ugh. Aldegrund, however... My least favorite. Aldegrund, however, lacks the focus to devote himself to magic, so he stopped to hone his skills as a hunter. His brother's death did present one benefit. Aldegrund could now spend his evenings poring over his family's collections of diabolic text, a library that only the family elder was permitted to access. In his studies, Aldegrund discovered an ancient invocation to Al- uh, Alosser. With this rite, he made a contract with the Infernal Duke and offered his soul in return for aid rebuilding his family name. Boyd, with the power of an infernal contract, he signed and the knowledge that he had the rest of his natural life to enjoy his newfound might. Aldegrund began his work. He learned to see his decades spent in obscurity as a gift, as few living today would remember the Grimcarver name. He spent a few years in the Caldor hinterlands, building his reputation as a hunter, while simultaneously and surreptitiously recruiting new followers of Alosser to his side. At the time, he worked to renovate one of his family's only above-ground structures, transforming the building into a hunting retreat he called Lion Lodge, in honor of Alosser's favored beast. With the recruitment of a turd cultist to Lion Lodge, Aldegrund is ready to start the next stage of his plot. He plans to organize hunts of sapient prey to honor his patron but he's not satisfied with stalking and killing intelligent monsters. Aldegrund has a grudge against the Church of Arasil and intends to establish Lion Lodge as a place where hand-picked guests can come for an evening to relax before taking part in a hunt, not for beasts, but for people plucked from the lowland towns and cities that worship the damned elk-headed god. Aldegrund hopes that distinguishing himself from the average hunter will impress Alosser, and he's nurtured his hatred of those he believes has wronged his family for so long that it's grown to include anyone out of Alistair's faithful. As the last of his line, he views these bloodthirsty hunts as a way to exact revenge and honor his patron at the same time. He has been hunting uh, groups of uh, Erastalites for about uh, 10 years now, and he now considers himself ready for a bigger challenge, hoping that tales of slaying more dangerous individuals will heighten his reputation and draw more cultists to his paws. As such, he has chosen to start hunting nobles, and when he heard of the charge of Emendiel, the uh, hero Verastal, well, he couldn't resist himself, could he? And that's where the journal ends. Hmm. Well, that's a lot. It sure um, is. Yeah, well, I think uh, when um, 
when he's when when Emmett is finished. Like he just doesn't want these people to be on display like they're yeah, like he like they're taxidermied animals. Um, he already doesn't super like the taxidermied animal thing. He thinks it's kind of weird. Um, but this is worse. <laughs> um, but he turns and he's like, oh. so that's lovely, isn't it? Oh, very. Um, I heard that the Grimcars had ties to Teliax, but my. Yikes! <sighs> yikes is right. Definitely yikes. Mm. Anyhow, allow me to help you. Uh, and completely will assist in the taking down of heads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think, I think after that's finished, um, Emin sort of he turns to Sarah and and is like, "We should keep moving." I, d- I don't want. Maybe a perception check. We should. All of us. Thank you. Nope, just just our long-eared boy here. Damn, fourteen. Okay, no, that's enough. It was pretty loud. Mm-hmm. It was just true a few mm-hmm. walls. Hey. Hey, Amendiel. Mm-hmm. You're pretty sure the front door just opened. Emin. Emin sort of looks up. Um, I, I assume the others didn't didn't notice that. Um, but he sort of looks up and his ear kind of twitches like he's trying to listen. And he's like, shh. And, um... He's like, I hear footsteps. footsteps. They're definitely here now. They're home. Oh. They've entered the front door. I don't actually know if they're down here. I. They're just here. Um, perhaps we should take our leave from this room unless we want it to be our stronghold of sorts. I wouldn't I recommend have it. No urge to be in here for longer than I have to. I literally know one of the people that was mounted on the wall. <laughs> My condolences. Let's leave. Ah, oh, yes, let's. Uh, we shouldn't be in this room. One, because of the heads, and two, because it's grand. They, they... Oh, yes. I do like having room. Let's, let's leave. Mm-hmm. Oh, perhaps when we get out, I can set um, up some shards under the ground so they hurt their footsies. <laughs> Um, I think we leave the room, and... Oh! Oh! Ah. So there's... there's guys on the other side of the ridge. Great. They're behind some rocks. <laughs> Fine. There's a- you hear a shout of, OVER THERE! Oh. Um, Emin, uh, immediately pulls out his bow and with it with an arrow and is like, Yeah. Uh-oh. Everyone, roll initiative, because uh, you hear some yells of, uh, For the Pack Lord! Hunt them down! 26. Uh, 13. Ooh. 30. Ooh. Got thin. 13 for Pleatly? Mm-hmm. Pleatly got a 13, which is half of 26, and sounds like 13. Wow. Yeah. Very funny. It's not meant to be funny, jerk. Okay. 
It's just a, a well, you know what? It was hilarious. Ha 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 ha. It was an astute observation, Thomas. Okay. Um. Okay. So, top of the order, Fennec. God, you love killing nobles, <laughs> especially nobles that have their hands dirty. What do okay, you do? Well, I have to make a clarification here. They only. They don't necessarily kill nobles. They are Robin Hood, basically. Yeah, they fair enough. String up nobles and basically make them conform, and if they don't, well they have fun tormenting them for a little bit. That's basically it. They only kill they only kill them if they actually deserve it. So let's see. Uh they are around this corner then. Yeah. Alright. Uh Okay, they are going to take a step diagonally and try to throw uh, a dagger to the um, the cultist closest to them. Okay, go for it. Make me that attack roll. I guess 23 for the first one. Uh, a 23 is going to be a... Let's see. Uh, that's going to be a hit. Roll damage. All right, that's 12 damage. Okay, wow, yeah. Uh, he lets a uh, as he kind of like stumbles a little bit. I'm not even surprised, uh, expected you to uh, move so quickly. And as he kind of pulls, he says, Hey, wait a moment! That's the fading fox! <laughs> I think, I I think they kind of smile a little bit, just, just uh, a little mischievously, and they're like, Damn, I love being recognized. <laughs> okay, uh, is that your turn? Or do you have another action? Uh, I moved, and then I attacked once. So I can attack again. Yeah, go for it. You've got one more knife. The others are unfortunately in the lines. You didn't pick them up yet. Yep, that's one of the things that I just remembered too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just gotta throw it. Second sack. That's a 26. Ooh, a 26 do indeed hit! Um, are you going for a different one? Because that would be a sneak attack to them. Uh, that would be a sneak attack? Yeah, to the, if you attack a different one, it'll be a sneak attack. Oh. Well, in that case, I'm going to go for the do diagonally, but still close to them. Okay. Uh, that's going to be uh, 15 damage as you throw your second knife. And he's oh! The rumors were true! They're real! Um, and is that your turn? Uh, yes, and, uh, <laughs> they keep smiling. They, they're having fun with it. They're just like, paint a picture while it lasts. It'll be your last. Woo! Okay. Um, all right. Next action, that, or next turn is going to be Emendiel. Emendiel, the cultists of Alistair are here. These are the murderers who killed these uh, innocent worshippers of Erascal. What do you do? Uh, Emin is going to move 20 feet over down to have a clear shot of these guys. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's going to hunt target. You don't need to, just so you are aware. Um, it does not like a, okay. because you're only a multi-class. Oh, I know. I want to, I want to know. Ah, okay. It. Wonderful. Well, in that case, I would love a society check. Okay. Yeah. At 29, you can tell that these guys are... Uh, they do like to hunt, but they are war priests, just like you. So they do have some spells. 
Okay. Um, then Evan looks at them and says, you made a mistake when you came after me. <laughs> um, and he <laughs> he's going to attempt to attack the one in front. He's like, uh, Fennec, please duck. <laughs> and then I'm going to attack. Okay, go for it. Make me attack roll. 22? Uh, 22 is going to be a hit. That is nine piercing damage. Is it the one directly in front? Yeah, it's just it's just this guy right here. Okay. Uh, the arrow slinks into his uh, shoulder and it's sort of, ah! As he kind of stumbles back in pain. Um, you have one action left, I think? Uh, well, I moved and then I hunted prey and then I attacked. Uh, that's true, yes. Okay. Well, in that curse, it's the cultist's turn. Um, and what are these fools gonna do? Um, okay. I think, um, one of them, uh, holds up his hands in the air. Uh, he, uh, yells out and says, uh, Alasa, grant us your infernal blessing! Uh, and he casts a focus spell. And that is going to be, uh, Weapon Surge. Uh, what that does is that, um... He uh, holds his weapon aloft, and he fills with divine energy. On his next strike with uh, that weapon before the start of his next turn, he gets a plus one to his attack roll and extra damage. Um, so that is going to be, then he brings his uh, short bow and points it at you, Amendiel. And that is going to be a nine plus nine. That is an 18 to hit. No. He's going to try again. Um, and mm-hmm. that's going to be even more of a miss. That's going to be a 6 plus 4. That's a 10. That's a, that's a critical Uh-oh! Thing. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, <laughs> kick back like a mule. <laughs> he pulls the bow really hard. It's like, oh, get you! And he's knocked prone. He falls onto his ass. Um, which is embarrassing for him. Yeah, um, The other one is Maybe. going to uh, also shoot. He's going to do the same thing. He says, Alasur, for the backcourt! And he's going to try shoot, uh, this time at Fennec. That's a nat one, lol. Absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, oopsie, he hits himself instead of the target. That's going to be 1d6 plus 1 damage to himself. That's great. 7 damage to himself, wonderful stuff. Um, that's gonna be uh, yep, seven damage. Cool. Um, embarrassed. He's just gonna shoot one more time and hope. Come on. That's a two. Uh huh. <laughs> plus a two plus four. That's a six to hit. A six to hit. That's a crit fail and a half. Wow. Oh no, he accidentally throws his bow at you! Like, he's just like, he, as he's trying to fire as well, he like, lets go the wrong way and just kind of falls on, into the pit, and he's like, oh shucks. And you're like, these are the hunters? These are like, this is nothing, this is a joke! Um, the last one is, uh, going to just hold up his hand says, You fools! We should be using our magic like we were taught! Ray of Enfeeblement! Um, and the, 
And uh, after announcing exactly what he's doing, he's gonna cast Raven Feeblement on you, uh, on you, um, Fennec, thank you. Okay. Uh, I need you to make me a fortitude save. Oh, no. He has to make an attack okay. roll. And then you have to make a fortitude save. So, let's see. Uh, oh, a 16 plus 12, a 28. Nimble dodge will not help here, so yeah, that hits. It won't. Okay. Well, in that case, I need you to make me a fortitude save. Oh, God. That is a... That is an 11. Nope, that's a 12. That is a 12. That's That's gonna... A 12. Uh, Alright, not crit fail, but is a fail. Um, You are enfeebled. Um, As this weird ray explodes from his hands into you. Um, you kind of feel your vitality sapping away, and you kind of drop to one knee for just a moment. Um, and you are going to have a minus one on all your strength, uh, strength checks, basically. Okay. Or your DCs or anything having to do with strengths. I'm sure you, a rogue, get a lot of use out of that. These guys are idiots. You know, I... (laughs) They're trying. They're gonna die for it, but they're trying. They... Yeah, completely. It's your turn. Speaking of dying, what do you do? Uh, I die. Well done. Thank you. Um, completely is going to move, so completely can see. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's five feet, ten feet. Ooh, completely can't walk over there, can he? Uh. From here, Pleatley's just going to throw a moderate crystal shard uh, bomb at them. Okay, go for it. Let's say 29. Uh, 29? Uh, that is going to- oh my god! That's a crit! Woo. Okay, cool! Um, that's gonna be- 18 damage? No, 14 damage. Well, I, oh, I can't do my math at all. That's going to be 14 damage to one of them, and then um, that's going to be your intelligence worth of splash damage to all of them. So uh, I assume you're going for the guy who's in the middle, right? Because that way you hit everyone? Yes. Okay. That is going to be 14 damage to him. Uh, he, do- he doesn't like that, and the rest are going to take four damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says yes. it works like caltrops. Oh wow! And it, is, it scatters caltrops on the floor. Yes, the the shards are like caltrops. They're treated as such on level uh, ground. Oh wow! Okay, so there's kind of like some spikes on the floor. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Okay. Very cool. Um. Awesome. Uh. It is. You have one action left. What do you do? Uh. Completely hides again. <laughs> okay. Good call. Uh. Fennec, it is your American turn. Hero. Uh, these guys are starting to look kind of hurt. What do you do? Uh, they are going to run up towards um, one of the guys that they stabbed with their dagger. And mm-hmm. uh, quick draw their double short sword and slice it. Uh-huh, okay. Go for it. Um... 16 is going to be a miss unless you use your hero points. I want this fight to be over with. Uh, yeah, I'm going to use it. Okay, go for it. 
That's more like it! Yep, that's a 26. Um, yep, that's a hit, and that's gonna be 10 damage to them. Um, and is this, are you using an overextending feint, did you say, or, uh, the, you have another thing also called feint, even if it's not feint? feint? Or are you just going for a straight I have twin feint, which I can use. Would you like to? Uh, yes, make one strike with each of your two melee weapons. Okay, well, if this second one hits, it's gonna be, he's gonna be flat foot against it. Alright, second attack. 16. Unfortunately, not uh, gonna be a hit. Oh well. Uh, you're still doing good, though. The, like, he looks like he's on death's door. One single knock will kill him. Um, is that your turn? Uh, that depends. How much does Twin Fate do? Uh, how many actions does Twin Fate? Uh, it's two actions. Then that's not my turns. Okay. Well, next up is Amendiel. Amendiel, um, you can see that the one near uh, Fennec is in bad condition, but actually looking at them, they're all kind of in bad condition. Another, like, strike or two will knock them down. Um, okay. Um, well... Was this the guy that I was fighting? Uh, right here? yeah. He, that's the guy, the, the one who is prone because he fell on his ass after shooting, uh, is, that's him. Uh, there's a guy to the south mm -hmm. who, um is mostly doing fine. And the guy to the north not only is missing his bow, but also he is just... <sighs> the poor guy. He's on 10 HP okay. by the looks of it. <laughs> okay. Um, well... I will... I think that Emin's going to uh, attack the guy that he was hunting before because, yeah, you know, just feel... Or, no, I think I'll fight the guy a little bit more to the north. Also, I cannot actually see the guy to the south. Oh, yeah, there's a wall the there, you're right. So you won't actually yeah. be able to see yeah. it. So, like, it just, yeah, like, I, like, I can't actually see that guy. Like, I know that he's there, but I can't. Um, alright, I think I'll just attack. Oh, my god. That's a crit. Well, whew. Against this guy who's uh, lying I down. Win. Yeah. Well, he's gonna be lying. No, I mean, it was it was it was actually gonna be this oh. guy, the guy to the more a little more to the north. Well, he's dead. He already looked like he was. Yeah. You, his head comes off his shoulders, and he just kind of stands there for a second before he slumps into the uh, pit below. Um, and then I think that he's gonna attack one more time. Okay, go for it. Am, am I cocky? A little bit. That's it okay, might pay then. off. It pays off. Twenty-four. 12 damage. Uh, oh my god, that's two in a row! Emmanuel, you killed the second guy! <clears throat> um, cool! Uh, one arrow shoots a guy's head off, the other one stabs this guy right through the heart, and he lets it out, as he kind of like sticks to the wall, and he's down. He is down. Emmons, look, I can't. I know there's a guy over there, but I can't get a clear shot of him. Um, is there any way to get. Over well, here? that would be your turn, right? Than... You moved and you shot twice. Oh, wait, no. No, I didn't move. I just shot twice. Uh, I mean, you could try to jump over if you made an legs check, but you might not make it. It's a pretty high DC to jump that far. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have a plus zero to athletics, and yeah, I Yeah, even a nat 20 would actually technically be a crit fail. <laughs> um, <laughs> Emin's like... Uh, uh, he's like, uh, you know what, Pleatly, 
Wait, no, I don't have the I don't have the actions for that, do I? I can't do one action, can I? You have one action left. So I don't know if you want to do anything. Can you you can you heal with one yes, action? Yes, you can. You have a heal spell. Um, and if you spend a single action and it's within touch, which it is, it will work. And you have healing hands, so your heal spells will do D10s instead of D8s. Okay. Um, well, I'll just use a one-action heal spell to um, assist Pleatly, since um, I know that Ple- that Pleatly actually doesn't have max HP right now, <laughs> and I would love to help uh, Pleatly get back to 69 HP. Oh, thank you. Okay. Um, so what's the max spell Anything level you can cast? Uh, Tree, right? Yeah. Okay, roll me three D eight or three D ten healing. Nineteen. Nineteen? Okay, that's gonna bring you up to uh That's gonna bring you up the max. You are back to sixty-nine HP, Plickly! Yeah, baby! Okay. Uh that's your turn. (laughs) Um it's a cultist turn. The cultist stands up and he's like, I don't wanna die! And he starts trying to sprint, and he stands on Caltrops because he's dumb. Um, let's see how much damage that does. Uh, that is going to be... Uh, Romy, he has to make an acrobatics check to move true. Um, so let's see. Uh, that is a 10. And he has got acrobatics, so that is just going to be a flat 10, uh, which is not enough to get past these Caltrops. Uh, he's going to take a 1d4 persistent uh, piercing damage and one persistent bleed damage. Will you roll me a d4, completely? Uh, yes. That's a one. <laughs> he takes one damage, and he's going to take another one damage to make a total of two damage. <laughs> he yells out, and he's a minus five to his speed now. He's like, Grim Calva! Father Grim Calva! It's no use! They're killing us all! And he's just gonna sprint away. And uh, he leaves. Um, completely, it's your turn. What do you do? Completely. Uh, because you can either chase yeah. or you can like take a break and capture Brett everyone. Um. Hmm. Completely's not that fast. So, oh, no one's been getting hurt. So true. Uh, yeah, is not gonna chase. Pleatley's just gonna stand there and be Pleatley. Okay. Uh, so are we gonna? Are do you guys do any of you want to chase, or do you want to take a quick break and uh, catch your breath before going into the final combat? I would say we could probably chase. I don't think anyone's all that hurt, though, right? No. No, you're all actually uh, at maximum. No, I, yeah. every, I think uh, everybody's bef- fine. Okay. I, I just can't get across here. Oh, yeah, it's so easy. You can just kind of crawl. Now that you're not in combat, you can just kind of make your way yeah. over in your own uh, time. Okay, okay, okay. Fennec is definitely going to grab two daggers at least, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think you can get all of them if you so choose. Uh, then they're just going to quickly grab all of them and hop back to where they are. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, do you want to hop out and come, uh, come find, uh, this runaway cultist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You run, you run, and- oh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. He's just sitting and there. Menacing. He's- Menacing. I mean, the cultist is dead. 
I know, but there's an arrow through his head. Up here. And there's a pile of snow set uh, where uh, the other simulcrum was earlier. You're hoping for a miracle. It probably wasn't. Definitely wasn't. It was a Christmas miracle. And standing at the top of the room is Aldegrund Grimcarver. The real one. And he kind of like mm. paces around the table looking at you all. And like you can see his like his hair is kind of like way messier. Um, his beard is all tussled. He's not as charming looking as the Simulcrum you saw. But really it's his eyes that freak you out the most. His eyes are sick. Like, frustrated with you for not just laying down and dying. And he kind of speaks now, and he says, um... Do you know what you've done? What have we done? What you've done is you've ruined a perfectly good dinner. For who? This didn't have to be like this. You could have just had your food, slipped away into a sea. Then I would have offered you a chance to become acolytes, or I would have hunted you. And maybe you'd have gotten away. There didn't need to be all this struggling, all this killing. You young people make me sick. I think you kind of threw that out the window when you offered up some poison. Literally on a silver platter. And you, fading fading fucks. I've heard the legends of you. Ha! I don't know how you got in here. But you're not leaving. What was it that your friend said earlier? The greatest hunt of all, and yet no one's ever captured them. Because spits. I'll have you all. All three of you. Because you've ruined a perfectly good cult, killing two of my men and disgracing the other. He points at the corpse on the floor, who is definitely dead by his hand. <laughs> oh, corpse. You tree. You tree are dead. And I'm going to search this house and I'm going to find that pretentious little noble prick. I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, we won't let you do that. And you're going to have to try a lot I'll harder than you have to kill me. <laughs> well, let the hunt begin, eh? And with that, he is quick, like he is drawing his bow. Everyone, we're rolling initiative one last time. Ooh, baby. Sick. 12. 25. 26. Okay, completely. That is uh, a 12. And Aldegrund here got a 18. So top of the order is Emin. Emin, you pulled your bow faster than this worshipper of Alistair. What do you do? Um, He's going to cast True Strike on himself. Okay. Um... Emendiel, your arrow glows white as you aim, like you pull your bow up really quickly and you take careful aim and you are going to hit this guy no matter what. You're gonna have uh you're gonna roll twice and take the higher attack roll when you're shooting him. Okay. I'll do that. And then I will roll my attack. 
Yeah, 23. Pretty good. Roll again. A 26. 26. Even better. Uh, a 26 is a hit, and a 23 wasn't. Um, so that Ooh. is going to be a hit. That is how much damage? 11 piercing damage. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um... That one was a... It said one action? Yes. Is uh, that true? True Strike is a single action to cast. You have another action left. I think I'll just cast Shield on myself. Okay. Preparing to uh, protect yourself from an incoming blow, you raise a shield of glowing green, protecting yourself. Uh, next in your order is Fennec. Fennec? Get him! Get him! They're just going, they're just going to move up uh, slightly. And... Uh, okay use the daggers that they were they picked up earlier and just throw okay well throw it 27 uh 27 holy yeah that's a hit all right that's sneak attack only is for um the first attack right yes all right then that's uh 13 damage okay um so that's gonna bring you him down quite a lot very nice. And you have one action left. What do you do? Again. 23. That's going to be a hit again! Okay. Plus another five damage. Okay, very good. Um, you are throwing these uh, knives full force into Aldegrun as they both kind of stick into his like plated armor and he says, Ugh! as he stumbles back furious. There is like a heat in his eyes and he is mad. Uh, and that is uh, that is uh, your turn. It is now his turn, uh, and he kind of snarls at you, like baring his full, like yellowed teeth. And he says, um, "I'm gonna enjoy making you bleed, fox." And uh, he's going to then, uh, with his bow, he's going to uh, shoot at you as hard as he can. Um, and that is going to be a thirty-four to hit. Okay, uh, even if I do nimble dodges, it's still a crit, so it's a crit. <laughs> okay, well, Fennec, that is a cruel shot. He takes his time to line up his shot with his bow and smiles cruelly as he makes a range attack and he hits you. That is going to be... Uh, oh god, let's see. 15 damage okay. plus uh, 5 from a deadly d10, bring up to 20. Okay. Um, plus another 15 because it's a crit. Bring it up to 35. Uh -huh. uh, plus another 2d6 from Precision Damage from Cruel Shot, uh, which brings it up to 7. That is a total of 42 damage. Ow. Sick. And you are now bleeding pretty badly. Um, you are going to take 1d6 Persistent Bleed Damage. Okay. Um, and he snarls and says, I'll catch you yet! And um, I think he is going to uh, back up into the room a little more so he's further away from everyone. And that is his turn. Uh, next in the order is Pleatly. Pleatly! He just hurt your favorite superhero! He's gonna die for that. Uh, Pleatly is going to move <laughs> up about like 25 feet uh, and throw a massive bomb. Uh, a moderate alchemist fire. Okay, go for it. <gasps> oh my god. 
Nat 20. Oh, God. Um. Uh, okay. That's a crit. That's a Don't Nat 20. Don't touch my hero. <laughs> Take a hero point because that's so funny. Um. Oh, my God. Um. So what happens? Let's see. Not completely kills it neatly. <laughs> um, completely does kill it be, neatly. Uh, that's going to be uh, 14 damage plus an extra... Uh, that's going to be uh, 14 damage total, which is very, very scary for him. Uh, very scary. And on top of that, uh, you're going to get a crit card um, as your bomb kind of like weakens... Uh, Weakens him quite a lot. Let's see what happens. Ooh! Oh no! Completely! Something happens as he's like taking this down. She stumbles back and he sees something crawling up his face. Oh. A rash? A rat? A rash. He's having an allergic oh, reaction. Oh my god. I mean, so he's going to fire? <laughs> Apparently. Uh, maybe some of the chemicals in it weren't stirred properly? Um, he's gonna take a persistent D8 of damage. So, um, he is also on fire, so he's gonna take persistent fire damage and persistent, um... Persistent fire damage and, uh, persistent, uh, acid damage. So, roll me a D8 and a, uh, is it a D6? Oh, no. It's, uh, two persistent fire damage. So, roll me a D8 plus two. That's a nine. Ooh, okay, he's gonna take that. Um, he's starting to look seriously hurt. Um, is that- you have one action left, right? Yes. Uh, what do you do? Completely moved and completely through. Um, mm -hmm. you know what? Completely's gonna throw another one. Okay, go for it. Same offense fire. This is minus five. Uh, that's a crit fail. I'm sorry, bud. Maybe I'll use that hero point I just got, actually. Yeah, maybe it's a good call, bud. Yeah, uh, don't look at that. What's? Well, it's not a crit fail. <laughs> Wait, no, this is good. Because remember, even if you miss with an alchemist, you still do some damage from a slash attack. So he's going to take another oh, four so damage good. anyway. Cool. Okay, so that's going to be, uh, yeah. That brings him down to uh, quite a lot. Um, and he's you can see he's starting to sweat now as he's itching. He's like, Ugh! You pests! All of you! Don't you realize how long I've been working all this? Ugh! Cool story. I don't think um, any of us asked. Obviously not long enough. <laughs> um, okay, next in the order is uh, Amendiel. Uh, Amendio, um, this guy is dangerous, but you are, he is, like, going down. You've got this. You're sure. Okay. I think I'll just use True Strike again. I want Okay, to for sure. Him. It's a good one also, to have. It's, the, it's also, like, the last fight, I assume, of this Oh, yeah. Thing. Um, <laughs> You're saving your slots nicely. I have, because I forgot I have them. <laughs> Oopsie. Um, okay, so I cast a true spike strike with my first action. Do I need to do anything for that, or just, like, just happens? Uh, yeah, no, you, 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 true strike, it's just, you basically hold your arrow, and it glows white as you line up perfectly. 
And now you got uh, okay. basically advantage on this attack. Sick. Okay. 31. There we go. That's I didn't the, like the first that's one. That's the right I rolled, one. I rolled a 22 first, but then I rolled a 31. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that is going to be... Yep, that's going to hit him. That's uh, 12 piercing damage as you hit him right in the head. And I take it berries into his head. And then it Ew. kind of <laughs> falls out. Kind of like his head pushes it back out. And he's just kind of standing there. And he looks up at you. And he grits those yellow teeth again. And he says, <sighs> Alossa, hear me now. Watch as I hunt the most powerful prey I have ever offered to you. And grant me respite. Grant me power. Grant me their heads. And as he's roaring, he doubles over in pain, clutching his heart. And it starts to glow white, and his eyes start to glow red, and then he is enveloped in fire. And suddenly, in a flash of fire and brimstone, he looks up at you, and something terrible has happened. Uh huh. In the name of Olasha, by his fiendish powers, I will strike you down, and I will have you mounted on my walls! No, we've hit phase oh. two. You've hit phase two. He has evidently um, made some sort of... Oh my god, you realize in his book he mentioned he made a pact with Elosser. This is it. This is a pact. His eyes are wild. Fire kind of like uh, comes from his uh, beard and his eyebrows. Smoke burning from his horns. And he's got two giant bat-like wings. Um, you can see that his weapons have caught fire. Um, these, like, giant burning wings have given him a fly speed, and he is very dangerous. Uh, it's still well, your with turn! With my last action, I will in... With my last action, I will, in fact, just cast shield, because he's like, oh, well, I'm not... I'm not dumb. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> And it is now Fennec's turn. Hey, Fennec! Yeah? Oh, God! Alright, uh... Ah, uh, this might be a really stupid move. This is probably an extremely stupid move. Uh-oh. You are on low HP, I am reminding you. I know, that's why I'm saying this is probably an extremely stupid move. Uh-oh. Yeah? I mean, it gives you a look. I mean, I mean, gives you the, the same disapproving look that that he would give Sarah, who's definitely not better. This is actually if I don't do anything now and do the stupid move, this is going to be kind of a waste of an action. <laughs> well, I mean, if you can manage to hold it out for this turn, I can't heal you next turn. Yeah, he also has potions. Or healing just survive his next uh, turn. Yep. And I think I'm just gonna stay put. I think I'm just gonna stay put. Then I, I am so not used to being not ranged. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I mean, you could like duck for cover. Like there is a room here. There, you know, the kitchen is like right over here. Um, you could also literally just duck for I cover a... under the table, or like grab your knives so you're ranged again. 
As long as I have like a line to, to you at some point, like I can do that next turn. Uh, I'll just hold my. I'll just. Uh, I think they're just gonna um, duck and cover behind one of the chairs, and that's it. Okay. Like, that's it. Okay. Do you want to grab your knives off the floor? Because like you can do that as well. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Because he like pulled them out. You're good. You have your knives back. You are uh, you are taking cover. So you have a plus two to your AC against range attacks, which is great because that's what this dude does. Um, is that your turn? Yeah. All right. Well, it is now Aldegrun's turn, and he is going to take flight. And uh-uh. he flies into the air, and he's going to uh, point uh, his arrow at Amendila and says, "You." You will suffer for what you've done to me! Um, and that is going to be an attack. That is an 18 plus... Oh, God. Um, an 18 plus 17. That's going to be a 35. Okay, that is a crit. Even with your shield? E- yeah, uh, it raised it to 24. Okay, uh, well, you can use your shield to block some of the incoming damage. Uh, yeah, actually, sure. Okay, so uh, let me tell you how this works real fast uh, before I tell you how much damage he does. Because, spoiler, it's gonna be a lot. Uh, you have Hardness 10, so you can reduce this incoming damage by 10, but you won't be able to use Shield for a while. Oh, that's fine. Um, so that's gonna be... Uh, 28... Plus 8, that's uh, 36... And you're bleeding, so that's uh, going to be another 6 damage. That's 42 damage, Amandiel. Oh, sorry, my bad. That's going to be another 6 fire damage. That's 3. So, uh, that's 49 damage in one shot. As he blasts you with a cruel shot. Okay. Um, so this does 49? Yeah. Is that that with the... That's every total. 49 total. That's with the shield stuff, right? Oh, uh, if you will hit shield, it becomes 39. Okay. The Hatsune Miku number. Uh, <laughs> to stop. I, I don't speak weed. weed oh, even. shut up. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. There you um, anyways, okay. I'm at 17 HP. Everything's fine. Everything's chill. Yeah. Uh, you're probably going to want to use a two action heal next turn. That's my advice. Heal everyone don't, in don't the don't radius. Worry, I, got, I got it. Okay. So he's up in the air now and he is firing down at you all, quite literally. Uh, let's see. Okay. Don't worry about it. Um, you didn't hear me roll a dice. Everything's fine. Uh, Pleatly, it's your turn. This guy's up in the air and he's very scary. Um, he is very scary, uh, but Pleatly fears no living beings, uh, nor dead ones. Uh, that's the scariest part of all this. (laughs) Um, Pleatly's like, this is fine. Yeah. It looks like I could just hand the people, right? Uh, yeah. Well, you could, like, as two actions, you could just, like, uh, give it to her, like, or give it, like, push it down, Fennec's throat. Like, drink, drink, drink! Um, otherwise, oh, yes. you just hand uh, it to them as one action. Completely takes two actions to, uh, shove it a through them, Fennec's maw. <laughs> Bottoms up! Uh, uh so it's gonna be three, Bottoms six, up, six, Fennec, six. my dear! Okay. <laughs> Uh, roll that healing for me. 3d6 plus 6. Uh, 3d6 six plus 6. That is 16. Good, good. 
uh, healing damage. Okay. Nice, okay. Um, and you have one action left. What do you do? Kill and murder, I guess. Okay. Uh, completely takes... Look at it. Completely will... Throw one last fire. Uh, alchemical okay. fire. Uh, and that's going to be Completely's last alchemical fire. Okay. 24? Uh, a 24 is going to be a hit. Just about. Ooh. And he takes that damage. Nice. You can see he resists some of it because he's in fact made of fire, but he does take the damage. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot the Pokemon rules, unfortunately. Fire does not affect fire very well. Uh, but it does still get his ire. That does get his ire. He is furious and he roars at you and says, And you! I don't even know what you're supposed to be! Why are you even here? <laughs> I'm Pleatly! I think he's mad that you're a plant he does it animal. Immediately. <laughs> I'm here to Pleatly do it immediately. Uh, Fennec, it's your turn. You are better. Uh, mostly. Okay. Uh, in that case. What do you do? Uh, they are going to basically uh, jump up onto the chair, then on the table, and then jump down, like, right behind him. And yeah, okay, holy, that's really cool. Yeah, he's within your reach because he's not flying that high. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. And they're going to use a uh, twin distraction. Okay, and what's this do? Uh, it's pretty much twin fate, so this is going to be the end of their action after this accident. Okay. Um, but. Uh, when using Twin Faint, if both your strikes deal damage to a targeted creature, the target must succeed a will save, a will saving throw against the class against your class DC, or become stupefied one until the end of your next turn. Oh my God! Yep. Okay, uh, and because you are uh, flanking him right now, his AC is going to be a little lower. Thank so absolutely, <laughs> that was the plan. I mean, also both of these will be sneak attacks. Oh, God! I love being a rogue. <laughs> Right. Attack one. Uh, that is it. That is a hero one, and I already used my hero point. Does anyone want to give you a hero point? Uh, Pleatly has one. Would you like to use Pleatly's hero points? Uh, if Pleatly is okay with this. Pleatly would want. Pleatly would want okay. this. Okay. Uh, how does completely? How do you uh, cheer Fennec into not missing? Except it might actually miss. Stop though. missing! <laughs> oh no, Don't that's miss. a hit because he's flat Oh shit! Okay. His AC dropped when he entered his uh, devil form. Cool. So that's uh, min damage. Eleven damage. Uh, could be worse. Could be a much worse. Yeah. Um, Eleven damage. He takes it. Um, and, like, you were about to miss, but Pleatley's words of delight uh, and adoration made you push through because you remember, this is what you're fighting for. This is what you are fighting for. For your friends. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be, yeah, 11 damage. Uh, make me that follow-up attack. 21. Oh, that's going to be a hit. Roll damage. Woo. That is 13 damage, and I need a will save. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, I didn't... Tinky would get this. 
Okay, that's gonna be a nine. A nine plus that's a twenty-two. 22 and uh, my class DC would be. It's twenty-one. Yeah. Bang. Sorry, bud. So a uh, twenty, a uh, twenty, whatever he made is higher. So he isn't stupefied, but he does turn around at you and stare furiously, and he spits and says, "How dare you strike me!" How dare you turn ugly in my presence? <laughs> okay. Emendiel, it is your turn. You are on low HP. However, I will say that you can see that one last good strike will be enough to take him down. You think? He looks like he's in severe pain. I think Emin is going to take the risk of attacking. Okay. I say you have uh, you one last what? true strike. I think I'll use the true strike. Okay. Mom, do it, bud. Uh, he uses true strike, and then I'm going to attack. That's my, that's my weapon. Weapon. Yeah, my weapon. Fifteen's not great. There we go. That's a twenty-six hit. Okay, that's gonna be six damage, six. which isn't enough to down him in one shot or anything. But he is still. He's hurt. Have I used my hero point? Oh, if you'd like to, sure. It'll only apply once, though, so you only get one extra roll. That's fine. You know what? Let's try rolling three times in a row. If I roll badly, I will tear down my entire house. Hey! Woo! Hey, that's a crit! <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> roll me a d10. Roll me a d10. One or two or... Two d10. Sorry. Thank you. Okay, sorry. Mm. It almost... The- the dice, if you looked at it on the screen, it almost yeah, rolled to 10. It was so close <laughs> that to that. Legitimately, 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 he had 12 HP left. This happens oh. all the time. It happens all the time. <laughs> well. Amendiel, how do you take down this monstrous fiend? I think Emin um, calls out Grim, Grim Carver's name. He's like, hey, I told you not to, not to mess with me. And you're not leaving here, but I will. And then I think he shoots. All right. Straight into his heart or something? I don't know. Heart? Yeah, heart works. In through one end, out through the other. You hear um, Aldegrund Grimcaver let out a final, No! As he falls to the floor, spitting up fiery blood, and he looks up at you, and he says, You tree, fox, hunter, and plant! No! <laughs> this... Damn you all! This can't be how it ends! <coughs> and with that, Aldegrun Grimcarver collapses to the floor, face down in a pool of molten blood. And you have successfully beaten the boss of this dungeon. My. He was angry. Extremely, but thankfully, it's over. Wow. I'm in pain. Oh, you're... <laughs> oh come here, Emma. You're darling. telling me. It's it's okay. Come here. Let me feed you oh, an yeah. elixir. It... <laughs> Emma looks down at Pleatley. He's like, I still have heels. Oh, I insist. And uh, Pleatley <laughs> like, pulls out 
the uh, elixir just just shoves it at Evan's face. And where where is well? Oh, he starts he starts pushing it away. He's like, stop, stop. Drink up, so you're a strong boy. Where's okay? <laughs> he's like he's like trying to keep the the potion from his face. But he's like, <laughs> where is Sarah? Oh, I kept them in the kitchen. <laughs> Oh, I, th- I guess I'll just That's... open the kitchen doors then. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> he goes to open the kitchen doors. Well. It's here, right? Yeah, that's Where's the one. It? That's the kitchen. He opens the kitchen door. Okay, you open the kitchen door and wouldn't you know it, Sarah's not in here. How did this happen? Oh my god, they got Sarah! Okay. <laughs> I think I think Evan puts his hand on his hip. Is it okay if I try to roll again? Because yeah, sure. Make me a deception check. A deception or a perception check. Sorry. Thirty. That's a nat twenty. Uh, a nat twenty. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think you figure it out at this point. You're like, all right, okay. Suspi- suspicion had. I get it now. <laughs> I think Evan's like. I wonder where Sarah has gone. We have to find them. <laughs> yeah, you look back and um, there's Sarah on the other side of the room, um, having miraculously emerged from uh, the bedrooms, <laughs> and Fennec is nowhere in sight. Oh, look at that! <laughs> 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 I think <gasps> Evan sort of like leans on the table and he's like, "Where have you been?" Oh, Sarah, I was afraid they've got you. <laughs> Sarah shrugs and was like, it's more on the top floor. Emin uh, looks at Sarah and he's like, you look suspiciously injured. Are you okay? I had a few drops up here. <sighs> Come here, I should heal you. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. And I think he... <laughs> he, he, he casts... Um, he casts heal. You've successfully discovered now that the Grimcarver legacy has come to an end. And this whole place is just a huge waste of time. Emin, you've learned some things about Sarah, but completely hasn't. <laughs> what do you guys do? I ain't saying anything. <laughs> well, this is no um. place for a young Earl. Clearly we must leave. Come now, Sarah. Okay. Oh, I bet your parents will be very happy to see us again. Especially me! Oh, I'm... I'm sure they will. I'm sure that they would love to see you again, completely. (laughs) Yes. Alright. So eager to get me going so they could see me again, yes. (laughs) I think with that... All of you, gather your stuff and get ready to make your way out. Back into the rest of the world. The Kassner expedition has a new kind of twist now that uh, Amendiel, the hero of uh, Verdran, is aware that the Earl is consorting with criminals in a much more personal level than anyone could imagine. Who knows where their adventures will take them next? Who knows where, which journeys we will follow them on? I'm sure we will see you from the Kastner expedition again very soon.
This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Ictergan, Green Gameplays, Haley Medina, Introduction, Sophia Verlera, G. Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Kiki, Sarah B, Alejandro Magnu, Seth, Ravona Darkblow, Kira, Lichelope, Gizmo, Talison, Matthew, Cass, Fable McElduff, Black Dragon Gaming, Eva, Chris Lutman, Rem T. Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph, Emlyn, Sean C, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, James R, Kane Kendrick, Sky Evangeline, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Harley Fleming, Jolene, Anna Maria, Roxy, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Korn, Emlyn Laderna, John the Book Hoarder, SS66 Seeker, Lynx, and Dame Valerie Deterred. If you'd like to help us keep it rolling, make sure to check out patreon.com slash and see what you can get for your support. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.